With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey sisters and the Sister Speak family. This is Tammy in New Jersey of the House Targaryen. And I will take what is mine. Fire and blood. Hey sisters, this is Brother Ray from St. Louis. A man will always listen to Sisters Speak Game of Thrones podcast. Follow my clueless. Hi, this is Jackie from the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome to House Sisters Speak. The wine is sweet, but our family is salty. Hey sisters, this is Shalita from Philly. Winter is coming. This is Anthony B. out of Chicago. Listening to the Sister Speaks podcast featuring Sister J and Sister K with a wide variety of fans who leave a long ass email. So let's get started. Hello, sisters. It's Stephen here from Oldkirk, England. And the Northerners will never forget. This is Sister Tip Tip from Norfolk, Virginia. Sister J and Sister K, go get them, ladies. Dracaris. Hey, Sister J. What's up, Sister K? This is Robert from the Bay. Winter is coming. All men must die, but I'm a crow. This is Samantha in Wisconsin. Owning a dragon is great when it fits in your hand, but if it's big enough to bite your head off, you might want to think again. Hey, sister, this is Willie calling from L.A. Is there something wrong with your leg, boy? Can you walk? Do I have to carry you? Falling with the blade. I'll pick my teeth with it. All right, sisters, love you. Hey, this is Amy Michonne, and I'm just calling to say, Bracadas, motherfucker. Hello, sisters, and the Sisters Speak Game of Thrones family. This is Paris calling from Mobile, Alabama to say, Valar Margules. Hi, this is Andreas, a.k.a. Tammy's husband from New Jersey. Here is walking a freaking dragon in Dutch for you. Ik ben een godvergeten draak aan het uitlaten. Bye, sisters. Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. Oh, look, the pie. Hey, sisters. This is Brenda from San Antonio, Texas. And if you can't hang with the sisters, you're just kibble for the dragon. Bye. Hey, yo, this is Ayando from New York City. You're listening to Sit to Speak podcast of Game of Thrones. The night that starts at full of terror. Hi, sisters. This is Niambi from Virginia. What's going on, sisters? This is Eli from Virginia by way of Portland, Oregon. And the, the Lannisters, Lannisters aren't the, the only ones, ones who pay their debts. <laughs> Hey, 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 Sister J, Sister A, and the Sister Speak family. This is Bunny from New York. A girl gives a man his own name. A girl lacks honor. If I do this thing, a girl must obey. 
is Lainey from the ATL. Sister Speak Podcast Game of Thrones is about to be on. Don't get red. The cars, motherfuckers. Hello, sisters. This is T3 from Colorado. And in the words of Lord Baelish, we're all liars here. Hi, Sister J, Sister K. This is Danielle from Hammond, California. Just look at the flowers, Joffrey. Look at the flowers. Hello everyone, this is BJ from Los Angeles, and to all the haters out there, the sisters sends their regards. Hey there, this is Tim from Australia. In some places, the high brown frown upon those of low birth. In other places, the long-assed email is considered distasteful. What a fortunate thing for you, Sister J, that Sister K has been sent to live in the latter sort of place. Hey, this is Tori from Tampa. From the great world of the house, fuck the game. Hey sisters, it's a rainbow from California. If the gods wanted us to have dignity, they wouldn't make us fart when we died. This is Danny without dragons in Omaha, Nebraska, and I will not become a page in someone else's history book. Greetings from the Windy City. This is MK, banner woman for House Sister, whose motto is, first of all, sisters close the drapes. This is Chocolate Bill from Costa Mesa, California. If you're not down with my sisters, they just may give a man your name. Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss season four of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 28. Let's get started. <laughs> I don't like or laugh at me. Why are you moving your mouth when I'm saying my introduction? You were moving your your mouth like you were saying. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> you need to be paying attention to what you're doing. Don't be looking at me. Lord have mercy. Y'all, it's gonna be a rough night. I can tell y'all now. Okay, come we've on. had a break, and we <laughs> <laughs> and Sister J already belligerent. No, I'm not. Okay, come on, come on. I didn't start that shit. I already said episode twenty-eight. Oh. We're going to be talking about you didn't Game say no that. So. No, I didn't say this part. Okay, <clears throat> we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones episode seven, titled. Mocking Bird. And this was an awesome, awesome episode. It was. Man, it's episode seven. Okay. I know. Lord. Okay. Well, our adult beverage for the evening is, I got a new red wine. It's a California red table wine. It's called Wink Risque Red. Oh. It was good, too. It's sweet. It's bottled by Wink Wines in Parlier, California. I, I think that's how you pronounce it, Parlier. <clears throat> and the alcohol content's 12.5 percent per glass. So Isn't that a lot? Yeah, it's kind of high. Mm. But some wines are like 14, oh, 15. Shit. <clears throat> but this is a table wine, so it's only 12.5. But 12.5 is good. But it's very, very good if you like a red wine like I do and you like it. On the sweet side, which is also like I do. So, it's called Wink, W-I-N-K, Risque Red. 
Okay, that's okay. it. Okay. Well, let's get into this episode. You know what? I must say, though, this season, every episode is better or as good as the last one. Yep. I mean, there's... There's not a dull one yet. I know. I mean, there, there are some dull parts in it, but the whole episode is just like, man, it's just ending on a bang note. I know. Man. Cliff, little cliffhangers and stuff. It, yeah, it's really good. They're doing a good job. Okay, well, let's leave the King's Landing shit for last. Okay. And let's leave um, the Eerie for last. Okay. Let's start out with... Oh, let's, let's get Jon Snow out the way. Oh, that was, was so boring. That was short. It, but it was boring. Yeah. I mean, when that fool... They need to quit. I mean, every time oh. he's at the damn wall, he's got to deal with that motherfucker. Yeah. You know, telling him... Do Dissing this, him and stuff. Do that. No, you can't do this. Well, no, you can't do that. You're the steward, aren't you? You're not really a... I mean, you know. And why is he calling him Lord Snow then? See, that's... That's to mock him. Right, exactly. You know. It's, it's mocking but, him. Okay, I was pissed from the jump. Jump! When he said, jump. you better, you better, we don't allow no pets in here, go lock him up. I wanted John no, to no, say, no, no. I wanted John Snow to say, go, go get him. That's what I want. No, wanted. the part wasn't to go lock him up. The bad part was, or we're going to put him in the stew tonight. That's the part that I was Wasn't that some mess? I would have been like, who the fuck think you going to you gonna get to do it? Yeah. Because he's going to tell your ass up. Yeah. I would have said, ghost, get Chomp him. And I would have chomped up both them two motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That made me so mad, though. I, I am. I'm, but Sorry. I want you, I'm really sick and tired of this commander. Yeah, every single time we see him, he's I mean, come on, Matt, Meister Eamon, uh, 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 hurry up and have this goddamn boat. Well, Meister Eamon wasn't even in these scenes, which I was thinking Matt Yeah, too. where's Where he, he at? Was he? Where's he at? Because he would have been the damn voice of reason. Exactly. I thought. Maybe he's sick. To say, hey, uh, John knows more than all y'all motherfuckers put together yeah. about the wildlings. Because he hasn't been there. He's been there. Mm. I can't wait till a giant lift up that commander. Yeah. See what he gonna do. Yeah. So they're trying. He's trying to tell them all. Look, mm. we it, we saw the fire, the smoke, or whatever. Said it was we real close. It's close. They're gonna be here with the next moon, which means within a month. Yep. <clears throat> we need to seal up the tunnels, barricade it, and then ice it up. And I thought that was an excellent, smart, smart idea. And this fool gonna because there ain't no way they're getting over the wall. Well, they could get over it because they climbed over it before. Yeah, but they, they got time to get them as they're getting over, though. Right, See, exactly. They got time to it's get them. It's easier to fight. But them giants, he's right. Them giants going to come right through that little tunnel. They're going to just bust, well, bust, they're gonna bust the gate open. They yeah. can't get through it, but they can bust the gate open. So anyway, mm-hmm. so they're all talking about, but what are we going to do then? We won't be able to range. What you need to range for? Now, how you gonna range with that with Mance and his army out there? Anyway, looking for your ass. See, that didn't make no sense. That didn't make sense. I know. Mm. So they shoot his ass down, and for him even bringing the shit up, that thorn fool tells him, "Oh well, you and Sam could have night duty the rest of the time on the top of the wall." And all of them laughing. Well, that one little, the, the couple little guys, Pip and the other dude. Yeah, they, they weren't. Were laughing. No, they weren't. And neither was that little young boy. No, and Sam wasn't laughing either. Mm-mm. So, uh, when that shit Ooh. hits the fan, they need 
continues her run. I hope they get that commander first. You know, get and his that ass nasty first. Sin motherfucker is gonna be eating some of them. Ooh, shit, yeah, cause that commander kind of big, ain't he? So well. he he gonna like him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, now that's all we saw, John. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? Since he's since he's got the food with that commander and shit, I'm glad that's all we saw. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like him. Okay, let's go to another scene that really pissed me off. Oh Lord! What's Get that damn shit out the way. Who? What? <sighs> Daenerys and Dario <sighs> over in Murine. Oh, this was. Oh, this was. Awful! It's exactly what we thought. First of all, I thought it was a little bit like, really? It was disjointed. You're all of a sudden now you're gonna screw the dude? Yeah! (sighs) It was so ignorant. After she just got through, these are my private quarters, and what are you doing? And and if I ordered you to do uh, go and now, ki- well, the, the first part of the scene started out okay to me. Mm. <clears throat> He's like, look, let me go do what I do. She let me go kill somebody. Because I'm only good at two things. War and battle and women. Mm. Let me go do that. You got me patrolling the street. She's like, well, but that's what I need you to do. That part, I'm okay with him saying. I'm not. You know why? <clears throat> because her ass started out. Wait a minute. What you doing here? These are my private quarters. She should have the the next word out of her mouth should have been Grey Worm, <laughs> you know, yeah. and Grey Worm come up in there. <clears throat> Cut this fool off. Maybe Grey Worm was off duty or something. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I just didn't like the whole scene. I thought it was disjointed. I didn't I just like thought it. it was yuck. And then yuck. this motherfucker gonna have the nerve to disrobe on camera. That was not his ass. Ooh, whoever it was, he didn't have no ass. That's the point. It was his butt. And they had the nerve to be having his butt, or some whoever's butt it is, all over the entertainment shows. Yeah. Talking about, ooh, we got a new butt scene. Ooh, now that's. Oh, you know what? Now you know that wait, wasn't. Wait, they're asking him to be in Playgirl and shit now. Oh, well, you know that wasn't no black woman. <clears throat> No, there wasn't no black woman saying that shit. There probably was. Oh, hell no. I'm thinking, what? damn. I I just didn't like the whole scene. It was just too ignorant. This Dario, first of all, I don't like him. He's smarmy. Second of all, I don't like that they've got her having sex with him. I didn't like that at all. Oh, but it don't make sense with their conversation with Jorah. No, I don't trust him. And I'm thinking, well, damn, he just fucked the dude. <laughs> you can't get no physically closer than that. That don't mean she trusts him. Well, ass. hey, she must have trusted him enough to go screw the fool. Well, what Jor- so when Jorah comes the next morning and Dario's leaving, I'm not even going to call him Dario, the fake ass Dario. The fake ass. The fake. Wannabe Dario. He wannabe. He leaves, and, and I, I, as soon as I saw Jorah come around the corner, I'm like, oh, hell. Oh, you knew he was going to gloat. feelings going to be hurt. I know, but but you already knew Dario was going to gloat, though. And that's all that was. He was gloat. That was a little pissing contest. So when Dora gets in there, and she's like, oh, you're here early. He's like, well, obviously not early, earlier enough. No, he said, uh, obviously I ain't the first one. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He said, well, obviously I'm not the only one. And <sighs> she's looking. I like that angle that they had of her, though, because she's. Because her face uh, changed. And she's she was like, like, oh, oh you don't approve? 
And she, he was looking like, I don't want you, fool. It's I to, know. It's time that you, I'm glad you seen that shit thing. <laughs> well. Yeah, but anyway, oh. so yeah, you're right. He says, well, I would be careful having faith in someone like him. She says, so, I don't have no faith in him. And I'm going to send him back to Yunkai to and, retake the city and kill all the masters. And kill them all. And he says, well, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. He said, which he got a point, he got though. A point. He said, well, you know what? And she said, because there's, uh, the, they dealt in slavery and all this other shit. And she says, and it's got to stop. And he says, well, I used to run slaves too. She said, but yet yeah, now, but you, you are helping liberate yep. them. And he said to her, well, if Ned Stark would have done to me what you planned to do to them, I wouldn't be here to advise you. That's a good, <laughs> that's what I did to the TV because I said, you know what? That's a good point. He got a good well, damn he, point. He had a good point. Also, he said, look. There's good and evil on both sides both of the sides. war. Whether you're on whatever side you're on, there's going to be good people and bad people. Yep. And you can't just kill up every motherfucker, you know? That's true. So, I, I like that he said it, and I like that she listened. Although, Cause she I, kept would, saying, I well, would kill up all the motherfuckers in uh, Nigeria that took them girls on. Oh, gosh. Anyway, I'm just Let's putting go, that out there. Can we not do this political <laughs> out there. today? But anyway, okay. I agree with you. I'd kill them all, too. Yeah, I'd kill them all. But let's not go there again All today. right. <clears throat> so, she says, look, that guy who came to get his daddy, you tell him to go and be our ambassador and warn all the masters what's going to happen to them when we come back. And, no, she says, and you you give him a choice since that's what Joro seemed to want. Mm-hmm. She said, and, and did you notice she emphasized that? Choice. They can she live said, they in can the, my new world or they can die, die in, in their, their old one. one. Now, I will say, some people on Twitter have been talking about her and her sayings. Like yeah. her declarations or proclamations. Yeah, but she's the queen. She can do that. They keep having her have these little sayings. But she's the queen. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. She can do that. She's the queen. She's the mother of dragons. She's the breaker of chains. Yeah. She don't know everything. Yeah, but hey, she the queen. She don't know everything. And I'm she glad thinks she do. They had her listen to Jorah. She listened to and him. And then she said, tell him. You I changed my mind. Well, first she mind. said, tell him I changed my mind. Yeah. Then she said, no, tell him you changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Did you see him puff up a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I said, go ahead, Jorah. Go, Jorah. <laughs> I'm going to wait till you she. You could be proud for a minute. I know. Oh, Lord. Okay, yeah, I didn't like that scene just because of that fucking wannabe Dario. Wannabe before, Dario. You know? They got to get rid of him. He need to die in some battle or That's something. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Hopefully when he, they take over Yunkai. Yeah. He'll be the next one to go. He need to go. Thank you. Alright. You Let's, want to do Melisandre? Oh yeah, that's another scene. that and, It was or, boring. Is that her name? What is uh, Stannis' wife's Solis. name? Solis. I didn't think it was boring. I thought it was boring. No, because she was breaking the shit down to her. Oh, and I, you know, one of the best parts of the whole conversation. Honey, she read her but didn't really read her. When um, So, she's taking a bath. The red woman, Melisandre, taking a bath. <clears throat> Celise comes in to talk to her. I don't even know what she was really going to talk to her about. They got she off was, topic, but I she guess was ta- she's she going to talk to her about the baby girl coming. She was She was there to tell her. To complain yeah. that Stannis wanted to take Shireen with them right. when they sail, and she didn't want it. 
So before that happened, so Salise... But you're right. They got off on other stuff. Thing. Because... So she's taking a bath, and Salise comes in. She's like, well, come on in, come on in. She's like, well, I know it's going to be a while before we can get a proper bath, so I got to make, make it count. She said, the Lord of Light told me. Right. So then, Salise is just looking at her. And she says, this is a joke. A bad joke. And what did this bitch say? Uh, I never did master you. Well, why are you going to call her a beat? Oh, I don't like her. I don't like her because she's salty with the baby girl. But I don't like her because she's she's that mesmerized shit. I well, don't like that. she's just she's like humor is not my strong suit. I don't get humor, and so then Melisandre says, "Yeah, hum- that's because you believe in the truth, and jokes are really kind of just lies." Mm-hmm. And so then Celise says, "Well, then shouldn't we not tell them if it, if they're lies?" And she's like, "No, sometimes they're <laughs> handy." <coughs> so she gets up out the bathtub, goes over to her little. Potion wall, wall or potion wall, and she starts going down the list of powders. She's like, okay, this one will make a big fire, which will kind of bl- make men believe they see shit. This one over here is gonna do this. This one over here will do this. Oh, and this one will make men passionate with uh, or make them fall in love and be real passionate. And she said, Salise so says, she said, oh. this says, one will make men lust after the person, right. Salise go, oh, did you use that with Stannis? And quick as day, she goes, no. <laughs> I was cracking. I was laughing at that because she said, no. The only thing she didn't do is say, I didn't need to. I didn't need to. Can you see this right here? I know. <laughs> but that's what she that's meant. That's what she meant. That's what she yeah. meant. Because she was just so matter of fact, no. No. <laughs> and then she saw the look that that Salise uh, gave her, and she said, "Look, don't be upset." Yeah, she said, "It's only flesh, and the flesh needs what it needs. That's it. It wants what it doesn't have." Well, she said, "Men always crave what they, they don't have." What they? Uh, no, she said, "Men never crave what they already have." Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. And then she said, "And don't be upset. It's only flesh. Flesh just needs what it needs." Yeah. So she was trying to let her know. It didn't mean nothing to me. Yeah. It was just a means to the end. Yeah. Baby and that's it. Exactly. To get that black ass shadow baby. (laughs) (laughs) That smoke baby from Lost. (laughs) Or uh, True Blood. Yeah. One of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. So then that's when Celise goes into, well, Stannis wants to bring the baby girl. I don't think we need to bring her. Because she's insubordinate and she's got She said she she's a heretic. She got heretic heretical heretical uh tendencies. I don't know. Well yeah, she's trying to say she's a heretic. You know, like right. think, think of the exorcist. That's what she's Well she, she don't believe what they believe. Mm-hmm. That's it. And she, she got more sense than both of them. So this is the part that freaked me out though, about Shireen or for Shireen. Because then she says, Look, you are not a man. You know the truth. You can look into the light on your own. So you can go ahead and look in there. So she put points her to the light in the, the fire. fire. And she says, when we leave, your daughter needs to be on that boat because the Lord of Light is going to need her. She says the Lord needs her. You put a whole bunch of words up in there. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. So that makes me nervous because it makes me feel like they're going <coughs> to sacrifice the girl, do something to the girl. The Lord of Light's gonna. I see. I didn't. I didn't have that feeling at all. Mm. I had. This is what I th- thought when she said the Lord needs her. I took it like, oh shit, she gonna manipulate Stannis more because she she sat there at that dinner table 
And she heard Stannis tell his wife, just as a matter of fact thing, like breathing air, you will not strike her. That's what he meant. Well, right. But so I took it like Melisandre is going to be using Shireen. Uh, to further uh, uh, manipulate Stannis. That's what I took it like. Uh, it could be. I didn't take it like she was going to do her no harm because she recognized when she went to talk to Shireen that Shireen's a smart little girl. Very smart. And she done peeped out some stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that, she reads. That, that, yeah, and she reads all the time. So, you know, Shireen got some knowledge. She ain't got enough to keep her eyes exactly. up in the room, so. You Exactly. Know? So she done turned into a smart little girl. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I took it anyway. I didn't well, take it like it was, you know. Hopefully that's all it is. Yeah. But right. I don't trust none of them folks. Ain't that the truth? None of Okay, so let's go to Brienne and Podrick. Sure. <clears throat> I like this. This was cute. It was really cute. Brienne was all happy and smiling and chatty and she shit. She was. She was chatting. Well, she was eating too. <laughs> she was eating good. She said, Woo! We okay. Now, a, a couple of important things. They had been looking for Sansa for two weeks. Because she said, ooh, we've been on the road for two weeks. This is yeah. the first really good meal that we're going to have. We get to stay in a hotel tonight. Yeah. And she says, and then she says, but don't be getting no ideas about, you know, needing some silk underwear. <laughs> she takes I'm not like, like the Lord, you did with Lord Tyrion. Right. Oh, I was laughing, though. But she was, she was chomping on that kidney pie. And then we see Hot Pie. Hot Pie! Yeah! And you know, it, he is so cute. It was kind of nice to see him. I know. Uh, I like that he it did was. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we know they're like most of the way probably towards Winterfell or the, the Erie, Erie. Or, or the Wall or anything because that's about the half point. Yeah. And it was so cool to see him. It was really cute. And. I like the fact that it that that they kept the continuity with the story. You know what I mean? Because yeah. sometimes, you know, there's a continuity issue. Well, I like the sometimes. fact that they that he's obviously grown, like Bran and Arya have grown, right. and but he's still him. He still has the same thoughts that he had before. Everything because he asked Brienne, "Are you a um, Are you a knight? A knight?" And she's like, "No." Yeah, she looked at him like, and I was like, "Why she gotta answer him like because that?" Because everybody knows. Anybody who knows anything about knighthood and stuff knows ain't no women knights. Well, she was knighted by um, what's his name, Renly. Yeah. But well. anyhow, and he's like, "Well, you have armor on." Yeah, I, I know. That like, was back cute. To that first, you know, conversation. It was. That was cute. And she just kind of looked at him and like, "Okay, okay, baby, no." Yeah. Okay. But he, honey, as soon as she said. Oh, this is great kidney pie. He, he sat pulled down. up a chair. Wait, no. He went and got a chair. He did. Pulled it up so he could chit-chat. So you know he doesn't. Oh, he man. Had, you know, he wants to talk to people. And did you see Patrick looking at him like, what? He looked at Brienne like, oh, shit. We got a chatty. <laughs> we got a chatty Kathy over here. Oh, so he starts talking about it was the pie, cute. the gravy, and the said, meat. A lot of people give up on the gravy, but you can't give up on the gravy. I agree oh. with you, but. Oh. And speaking of the gravy, oh Lord, I want to give a a a wonderful shout out to our listener Paris. And if y'all haven't seen it, he posted a picture of a gravy mix with hot pie pitch on it. Oh, it was so cute. I remember that. Have you seen that? Yeah. It was so cute. So go on our Facebook page and look at that. That was cute. That was so cute. Woo. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so you know they're talking and everything. He says so. So you know. What brings you here? What you doing? What you doing? And she says, 
We're looking for someone. He said, oh, oh, well, you know, a lot of people come in to here. Yeah. He said, we see people all the time, every day, just a matter of fact. Who are you looking for? And I'm thinking, that's this guy. See, I was on the side when she said, and I was thinking, when he asked her, I was thinking, first of all, don't be saying shit. Because you don't know who is around there listening. Well, I didn't even think of that. I, uh, no, uh, I did. Knowing Brienne and the way she is, it didn't surprise me that she was honest like that. Yeah, she was. And because I, I know who Hot Pie is, then yeah, well, I knew he wouldn't I wasn't break the concerned confidence. about Pie. Yeah, see, I was I, concerned about the mother fool. Yeah, listen, somebody listening. listening. Yeah, see, I didn't even think about somebody could be overhearing her. But So when she talks about... You know, We're um, looking for a girl. She's tall, red hair. Her name's Sansa Stark. That's what she said. And hop by, honey. He got quiet, didn't he? He says, uh, <clears throat> Stark, you mean like in Winter Hell? Because, you know, he always said that. Winter Hell. Winter yeah. Hell. And Patrick looked at him like, is this fool for real? He gave well, see, I think look. Patrick was surprised she said it, too. Yeah. But um, he's like, well, um, no. And he gets up. Well, I he have- said, no. Ain't no Starks. He says, uh, nobody talks about no Starks around here. Because obviously everybody know they looking for him. Right. And the Lannisters will pay good money for exactly. him. Exactly. So that's why he did that. Because right. he does like Arya. Mm-hmm. And he's never met Sansa anyway. <clears throat> no, he didn't. Yeah. So, so he gets up and, and, you know, walks away. And so uh, uh, she's kind of looking at Podrick. And Podrick's looking at her. And she's, mm-hmm. Well, so they get ready to leave. They're saddling well, up their horse. Yeah. They're saddling up their horses and stuff. After she finished eating them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Podrick is looking at her and she's like, what? What What you got to That say? was cute. I know you got something That was say. cute. And he's like, well, I'm just, you know, I don't think we should tell people who we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Because the Lannisters want them and, you know, they're paying good money for their head. So, maybe we shouldn't be telling everybody. And I was thinking, yeah! Don't be telling. Or if you're telling people, say you're looking for the ransom. Don't say you're that's, looking that's to get a good them home because she was telling. Yeah, them, she did say she told Pot Pie, "I made a vow to bring them home to win her People don't need to know that part. Yeah, because you're right. You know that yeah. tells people that you're not doing it for the Lannisters. You're doing it mm-hmm. to save the girls, and that's not something that you know yeah. is going to go over well if a Lannister hears you mm-hmm. or a Bannerman for the Lannisters hears you. So <clears throat> he had a good point. He did. But at this point, Hot Pie comes out mm-hmm. of the of the restaurant or whatever, and he's like, hey, you know, I want to talk to you real quick. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> Brienne was funny. She's like, not about, pop, not about pies, please. Not about kidney pies. He said, no. He said, it's about, he said, I, I don't know no sons of Stark, but I know Arya Stark. Yeah. And he tells And he says, wait a minute, but she says, uh, well, how do you know her? Because uh, every uh, you know everybody, nobody's seen her since her father was beheaded. He says, "Well, you see," and he starts to tell her. She said, "The short version." Because <laughs> that boy can talk. talk. Well, you can tell nobody talks to him. I know. He's probably just there working and shit. Poor you know? baby. I know. And so he's like, "Well, um, I you know I've seen her." Recently, she was going, walking around as a boy, kind of like you, mm-hmm. and dressed like a boy, and she was going by Ari. Well, he said, she's dressed just like you, only without the armor. Yeah. And she's, and she's going by the name Ari. Yeah. And then he said, and, and this is what I, I thought interesting, because I had kind of forgotten that they were, they were captured by the Lannisters first. Yeah. And then the Brotherhood 
got them. Yep. Or they escaped, then the brotherhood got them. Yep. And then the brotherhood sold Hot Pie to the innkeeper. Right. And then took Arya and the Hound on. For ransom. Yeah, for ransom. But we know but that. But he don't know the rest. Yeah, know. he don't know the rest. That's but all he, he did knows. mention that she's with the Hound. Yeah. So they know that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So that that's going to be interesting. And then Hot Pie says, well, when you see her, give her this for me. I made her one before, but this one came out better. Mm-hmm. And it was a little piece of bread shaped like a wolf. A dire wolf. It was shaped exactly like yeah, her it was dire way wolf. better than the other one. Mm-hmm. Well, you never saw her dire wolf, but like a dire wolf. Right. <clears throat> so I was like, aw. That was Hot so Pie, cute. Sweet thing. That was so cute. That was cute. And when, when Brienne uncovered it and looked at it, and she went. Mm-hmm. I thought I was like, okay, Brian, don't be eating that shit. No, I thought what she she gave Patrick a look like. Mm-hmm, see, that's confirmation because because everybody knows that the Starks, their uh, the direwolves the, is their sister. about their direwolves and everything. So for him to make that, obviously, yeah, he was telling the truth. He knew. So then, but I didn't like when Brian looks at Patrick and says, "See," and you were saying. saying? About not telling people. Yeah, because, you know, you got to be careful who you Still, tell. She need to be careful. Yeah. So then they show them walking in these thick-ass woods. I, I mean, mean, thick. Woods. Just a path and trees just overgrown and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's why it's about to jump up out of there. You know what? When I, they was doing that, I was thinking, that's thicker than Jason Woods. You know that movie? No, that Ooh, wasn't yeah. thicker, but it was thick. It was thick. I kept thinking mm-hmm. somebody was going to jump out. I I thought so too. You know, but then when they come up on these two openings, a fork in the road. I'm thinking, and and it looked like they was having to go in a tunnel either way. I, know. <laughs> I mean, really, that brush and trees and leaves and and bushes was so it was dense. It was dark. It was in dark there. in there. So I, I wouldn't have went into shit. either one of them. Well, but they had to go. So Patrick is saying, um, well, if anything. They'll go to the Erie because that's where her aunt lives, mm-hmm. and she's the only, you know, Living one relative. left mm-hmm. with money. She said, and she hates the Lannisters. Well, and, and he told her because she said who, she, and 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 she told her that's Lady Catelyn's sister. Because mm-hmm. see, you know, she didn't. She probably never heard that word, heard that woman's name. Right. So, well, she didn't have a last name. The same last but name. I thought it was interesting when when she looked at him and he said, "Well, uh, uh, uh." Tyrion made him learn all the houses, all the people, and who hated who. <laughs> well, he said, who, who's, which house married and who hated who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, is smart. He's a smart kid. And smart. wait a minute. In one uh, 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 podcast, we was trying to remember what Patrick's last name was. You know who Patrick is? His last name is Payne. Right. He's Ellen, Ellen Payne's. Payne's Son or something. Nephew, something. Something. Some relative. Cousin. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that last season, but we forgot. This yeah, season. see. Yeah. yeah, I just forgot. <clears throat> anyway. All right. So, I like that scene. I did, too. I did. That was good. I like seeing Brienne anyway. Oh, yeah. I love at at any her. time doing yeah, anything. And Podrick. I like mm-hmm. him, too. I like Podrick, too. <clears throat> so, let's go to Arya and the Hound, and then we'll go to the others. Okay. Um... This was pretty good. This was interesting. I was it was like, interesting. Okay, so you know how they do the previews at the beginning of the show? I was getting excited because for some reason they showed the preview, or they went back and showed the scene where 
when the fight broke out, when Arya was captured with, and Thorin uh-huh. and all of them were going up to the wall, and the Lannister people came to get them, and she went to let um, Jack in and those other two fools out. They show that scene. I'm thinking, oh shit, is Jacken gonna come? Oh, I knew you would focus on that. Of course. I, who would have thought they would bring up that other fool? Hey, but that other fool was a, he had a part <sighs> to play. He had a part Started. to play. So that I mean, was I thought that was excellent though. So they come up on this abandoned farm. It looks like there's it's been torn up. There's, well, the it's hut's burning, burning. It's burning. All the shit's laid out Scattered. everywhere. It's been ransacked. They come up on this man who's obviously hurt. Well, first of all, the hound says, hmm, might be some food. Arya says, might be soldiers. I mean, that lets you know. That little baby learning. Right. She is getting more but, and more cautious That lets you know the stuff. hound wasn't concerned about no soldiers. No, he wasn't. He was hungry. He was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, they find this old man dying. He's been stabbed. Mm-hmm. And... He's on the side of this, you know, cart or something. And so they go up to him and and um, start talking to him. And, you know, he's saying, well, I'm still here, still fighting. And the hound's like, aren't you tired? Of, you know, is it? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Looks like you're about to go. Isn't it and time? And I ask him, too, why? Isn't it time to go? Why are you still breathing? And he he's said, like, have, have it. it. <laughs> and I thought about that. And I thought, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, well. That makes sense to me. And she says, well, nothing could be worse than this. You know, the pain of being mm-hmm. here almost dying. And, and um, she's like, well, nothing is just nothing. Mm-hmm. So Poor thing. Mm-hmm. So um, he asks for a drink, and the hound gives him a drink of water. Well, first he has a conversation about... Oh, that's right. First he has a conversation about... Um, well, he asks her her name, or she tells him her name or something. Right, but he has a conversation about... Fair trade. Yeah. You give me something, I give you something. Right, because... It's fair trade, but people don't do that no more. They just come and take your shit. Right, there's no balance. Yeah, there's no because balance. the hound had told him... This is why I found interesting. When she told him her name was Arya, Arya Stark, he didn't recognize the name. No, he didn't. And then he asked the hound, are you her dad? Mm-hmm. So he don't know the fucking Stark. He didn't know. So they know. way out of Stark country. They way out. And obviously, he don't get information. Yeah. So, that to me was interesting. That was. And then, when he says, no, I'm taking her to the Eerie. He says, I'm her captor. Right, for ransom. He's like, okay, a fair exchange. A fair exchange. Yeah. The balance. And that's when he got into the balance Mm -hmm. uh, uh, conversation. And when he asked for that drink of water, I thought, oh, okay. I bet you he going to ask the hound to do it for him. But they just had that. Understanding, well, I, think, I guess. Well, I think that was part of the conversation mm-hmm. when the hound said, don't you think it's time? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I should probably take care of this myself. Yeah. No, and he didn't have nothing to do, you know, to do it on himself. So the hound no. gives him a water and he says, oh, I really wish that was some wine. And the hound's like, yeah, me too. And stabs and him in the heart. Gets him. I was like, dang. And then he tells Arya. That, That's where the heart is. That's where the heart is. Yep. I felt mm-hmm. bad, but he had, that was the only... I did not feel bad for the man thing. because, yeah, because he put him out of his misery. Yep. He put him out of his misery. Who knows how many hours or days that, that man had been bleeding out. I know. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously they nicked him, but they didn't get him in the heart. So he they was still... his ass. Yeah. And, and, and then when those other two men came up on the scene and the one jumped him... 
I got to thinking, I bet they left him there on purpose. See if to lure yeah. them. Yeah. So they get up and about to, to go, and some fool jumps on the hound's back and bites him in the damn neck. That's the other fool that was with the guy. Is it? Yeah. Okay. That was him two guys. So the him. hound grabs him by the head and just goes, click, crack, and you can hear the crack. <laughs> oh, but you can hear the crack, though. Yeah. Oh, it was nasty. The crunch. Yeah, the crunch of his, breaking his neck. Okay. It was like a, he was looking at it like doing a twig or something. Yeah. Ooh. And then he was like, ah, my neck. <laughs> and then here we see that Roarge fool. That Roarge fool. And um, Arya. I like the hound though. And then she said, oh, what you think you doing? He says, hey, there's a, there's a bounty, a bounty on, on your head. head. Uh-huh. And he says, oh. Stags. He says, oh, I guess, I guess that's what you get for saying fuck the king. And he says, the king dead. King Joffrey died. They drank some poison wine. Oh, yeah. Did you know. see Arya? Yeah, because they don't know. Yeah. You see Arya, she looked like. Oh, really? Yeah. And even the hound was like, oh. Because he was on her list. Joffrey right. was on her list. Exactly. So that's another one off her list. Her list getting shorter and shorter. So Arya says, oh, I know you. He told me he was going to kill me. And no, he said he was going to fuck me with a stick until, right. until I died or something like yeah. that. And so then I love when the hound goes, oh, really? Is he on your list? No, he says, is he on your little list? That's what yeah. he said. And, and I love this. I love she's like, he can't be. I don't know his name. Did you see that? Ooh, yeah. Like, she stared that motherfucker down. Like, she stared like, his ass. She didn't blink an eye. He can't be. I don't know his name. <laughs> I know. You're right. He did. She so did. Wait. So the hound, I love it. He go, and I mean, it was like they was tag teaming. Tag team. I mean, they just fell into this rhythm that I just exactly. love. Exactly. I don't know. His name's like, what's your name? The hound says, what's your name? And that fool going to answer. Now, if you could catch from the fucking conversation, she wants to get your ass's name. Now, that's what I... <laughs> when, when the hound said, what's your name? And he just said it. And I'm thinking, you just dumbass. <laughs> I know. He goes, Rorge. She says, thank you. Smashes out needle. And, and stabs him stabs dead in the heart. Dead in the heart. Before he could even blink. He didn't even know what the fuck she was about to do. Because she's a kid. Mm-mm. He didn't un- he underestimated I mean, she her. got him dead in the heart. Got him. But and the then, thing that got me is when he, when his body fell to the ground, she wiped off needle just like she seen the hound wipe off his knife. Yes. On his clothes. On that man's clothes. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. And as soon as she stuck that man in the heart, the, the hound says, you're learning. And turned around and walked off. Thank you. You <laughs> sure did. Oh, my he goodness. He ain't worried about her yet. Uh-uh. I think he, he will be later. But, but now the next scene with them, I oh. really love this. Yeah, this was kind of sweet. It it was kind of sweet and kind of sad, and too. And sad at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So... Art, uh, the hound's trying to sew his neck up. He is cussing he's and cussing. fussing. Motherfuckers. Oh, How the hell am I going to get fucking bitten shit? <laughs> he, is, <laughs> oh, he is cussing up storm. And so Arya's like, look, you're not doing it right. You need to burn that little bit right there that's hanging. You need to burn that so you don't get infest- infected. Mm-hmm. And I can do it for you. I know you don't like fire, but it's going to be quick. Mm-hmm. She goes and reaches for a damn branch in the fire and jump and comes over to him. He jumps up quicker than lickety split. Said no fire, no fire. 
So that's mm. when he knew his ass is really mm-hmm. one. Even that little bit of fire mm-hmm. to help him own self out, he was uh-huh. having no part of it. But what I thought was interesting in that scene is, you know, after that he was ju- he was fussing about her. I wish <laughs> I would have never met he your said, ass. No and blah blah is blah. Worth all this but then trouble. he sat you, down. Wait, no, he goes. You are now. You got me being a walking bag of silver. A walking bag of silver. Uh, no reward is worth all this shit. I know. But then he sat there, and then she didn't say a word. She just cleaning off needle. Yep. She just cleaning needle, and so he. So he said, "I no. like this though because it showed tenderness. That's what yeah well, it did. It did. I don't know about that, but yeah, it, showed it did. That he was it, to me. It showed." Well, I don't even know what kind of family you had. I don't even, that's not even in my realm of possibility. Because she's cleaning her needle and he's like, oh, you said your brother gave you that. Yeah. Well, my brother gave me this. This. And he goes into that story and it shows you that while that's part of his gruffness to me with the Starks and the girls in the Stark family. But he kind of watches over, but he's also mean as hell too. Yep. Because he's a little jealous that they have all this love exactly. and support of their family. He didn't have it from nobody. His brother, yeah, but his daddy. We talked about that. We got that back way back in the episode when he was trying to get Sandra to leave with him. And she wouldn't. No, I didn't get that from Yeah, him. you did. I didn't. Because I don't blame her. He, he was weird acting. Sitting in the fucking dark in her room and shit. <laughs> you know, I don't blame her on that one. Well, I, I felt like this was tenderness on his part. That he was trying to have a tender moment. Because he didn't have to uh, tell her that. Because he said, what he started out saying, well, he says, my brother, at, right after he said, my brother gave me this. He says, it's just like you said, you know, a while ago. Yeah. He pushed myself, uh, my face my in the face. fire like a mutton chop. Yeah. So he repeated her words. See? Right. And, and, and all of this was right after he was complaining about, ooh, I wish I would have never met you because now I'm, you know, I'm just a walking bag of silver, blah, blah, blah. But he has feelings for her. So in my opinion, that was his little tender moment. And after explaining all that, then Arya, though. Well, but you skipped. So one thing I liked about what he was talking about is that he talked about, well, it really hurt, but the worst thing was the smell. Mm-hmm. And that, or, or that, the smell was awful bad too. He said, but the worst part of all of it was, was the fact daddy. that my brother did it to me. Yep. And that my dad told everyone I, my, my bedclothes uh, caught fire. Well, what he said was, it. what he said was, and my dad, who always protected him. So uh, obviously he felt like, uh, the, uh, the, the mountain was the dad's favorite. Obviously, he was. Right. Obviously, he was. Because uh-huh. the daddy knew what happened, yep. but he covered it up by yep. saying that his bedclothes caught on fire. Caught on fire. Right. Because ain't mm-hmm. none of his body was caught on fire no. except his face. Except his face. And his neck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, this is the part I liked when he said, you think you're on your own? I know. I felt bad for him. Well, I did. As bad as you can feel for him because he's a bastard, but he is, but So then Arya says, "Why don't you let me help you sew that up mm-hmm. as best as we can?" And he just looked at her and she said, "Well, at least let me rinse it out and help you sew it up." Yeah. Yeah. 
That was cute. That was cute. So she poured a little bit of water on it. She could have stuck him in the neck at that point if she wanted to. But she knows she can't get nowhere without him. And for now, she's got to do what she can do. Exactly. And keep him at the bottom of the list until she gets to where she needs to go. Exactly. You know. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, that was a good. That scene. was that was really good. I I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed do like that. the hound, despite his you know meanness. I do too. But I do like the hound. Yeah. I I do like the hound. So before we get into, let's go to King's Landing. Oh yeah. Before we get into uh, Tyrion and stuff, we gotta talk about the first thing we see in King's Landing. Well, maybe not the first. Not not the first. But Cersei goes to see. Oh God. She's such a bitch. Gregor Clegane. And that motherfucker. That's a huge ass motherfucker. as hell. Well, wait. Oh, we have seen him before. In all his finery uh, armor. armor and shit. But you really don't get the scope of how big this fool is Dilly until now. Because he, first of all, don't have all the armor on. And they have normal people standing next to him. Mm-hmm. So you see how big this fucker is. He's big. I like that. He is big. He was I big. Mean, they don't call him the mountain for nothing. Thank you. And he is probably, I took it like he was just practicing. No. That's not what I took it like. Oh. I took it like these were condemned men oh. who were going to be put to death. But rather than to be put to death, Cersei probably gave the word, uh, no, the mountain needs some practice before, before he's my champion. So I took it like it was practice. That's what I just said. Uh, uh, but these were condemned people who were well, going to be yeah. put to death. Well, yeah, because they were chained and stuff. But yeah, I said the same motherfucking thing oh. for all that. Well, it's Jay. I ain't what I heard you say. <clears throat> but yeah, I feel like he was practicing, honey. Instead of letting them be beheaded humanely, if that could be done, you yeah. know, like Ned Stark would yeah. do, he's chopping their asses up. One fool ain't even trying to fight. He's like, no, no, no. He chumps his ass anyway. Well, the thing that got me with the whole scene, it really wasn't that, because you get the thing, uh, uh, if nothing else, even if we would have not, not seen um, the mountain until, you know, the fight, you got the, the, the facts from um, Prince Oberyn that he's brutal and that he's obviously oh, we, bloody. But well, we knew this anyway from the first people. season. Right, and stuff. But the thing that got me is Cersei sashaying her ass over them bloody guts and shit out in, on the ground. She just walking. Uh-huh. And stepped right over him. You know her clothes was dragging on it. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry. That's nasty. <laughs> she don't clean it. She don't care. But still, it's, got, it's on your body. Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. I would have went way around. She is all the blood. She is brutal herself. Yeah, in a different way. Yeah, she is, and she was just so interested. She was watching him, uh, 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 gut them people and stuff, and yeah. she, she was just mm. so she's like, thank you, Welc- welcoming him to the to the uh, uh, place. Well, she said, thank you for writing here so quickly. Mm-hmm. I see she you're says, in welcome rare to the form. I see you're in rare form. And he, he said, who am I going to be fighting? And what she say? Doesn't matter. Mm. And he went, no. <laughs> he shook his head, no. No. Well, shit, as big as this fool is, it damn. really don't matter. And I was like, damn. Damn. Ooh, this mofo. We in a pickle, bitch. <laughs> no, I, I'm thinking, oh, shit. And just her standing next to him was a lot. And at first, what I first thought by the end of that scene was, 
Ooh, Tyrion's in trouble because see, the the other scene with Bronn happens before the Cersei scene, yeah, but you wanted right. to go to Cersei All first. Right, whatever. So, you know. Okay. But but go ahead. He is well, first of all, Tyrion's in the dungeon and Jamie is fussing at him, telling him, What have you done? You just you just ruined everything. I had this all this shit all worked out and <laughs> and everything, and you just ruined it. And Tyrion's trying to tell him, yeah, but I could not let that bitch sit up there and tell all them lies. He didn't say that. Well, he said, I just couldn't do it. And and I love the way Jamie's face looked. He says, you went and fell in love with a stripper. Uh, with, with a- <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. You fell in love with a That's the song. I'm in love with a stripper. Anyway, he said, you went and fell in love with a whore. And he said, yeah, but and I he thought said, she yes, loved me. And my, mis- and, and my mistake, greatest mistake was thinking she loved me. Yeah. Did you see Jamie's face? Though so he just looked like it just looked like he felt really bad for him because it reminded him of his first wife. Yeah, that Jamie was a part of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So, so that's what I thought too. Tyrion says, "Look, I get it, but I, you know, Dad wanted you where he wanted you, and he wanted me away at the wall, and it felt so good taking that away from him." I know it. I know it. Wasn't that great? That was a great little speech. That was a great little speech. And Jamie looked at him like, yeah, he could understand that. And he says, well, he's not so proud of me either. And Tyrion, I love, he said, this is the best scene. Oh, it's the best 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 dialogue. He says, you're the golden stun. You can kill a king, lose a hand, fuck your own sister, and you will always be the golden stun. Ain't that the truth? Boop! Don't do it. Uh, Jamie, don't even try it. Jamie looked at him and said, okay, uh, look. Uh, I'm the only friend you I'm got I'm the only left. friend you got, so you better be watching it. Watch it. But hey, Tyrion was just speaking the truth. Truth. He was telling truth. He was breaking that shit down. Yeah. And Jamie need to hear it. He need to hear it. Shit. Shit. <laughs> shit. I like, see. It's like the same thing with Cersei. She's yeah. the same way. Every time someone would talk about that, she would get ugly, ugly in a minute. Ugly because the truth hurts. And she, Jamie don't even want to hear it. He don't want to even hear it. But he need to. He needs to because, uh, yeah, that shit ain't right. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, so, so T- uh, Tyrion says, well, he says something about the fact that, well, even, the, you know, at least... At least, he says, I'll have a chance, even though you didn't come and fight for me the first time. And Jamie says, well, and I'm afraid I can't do it this time either. Did you see the look on Tyrion's face? Yeah, he was like... It was like it never occurred to him that Jamie would not be fighting for him. Right. It just never right. occurred to him. See? And I felt sorry for him. I thought, well, uh-oh. And, and Jamie says, I am no good. I am and no see, good in my sparring with Bronn. Yeah. I have found out I cannot win. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so, and see, that's what I was thinking too. See, and so um, <laughs> Tyrion was funny when he says, "Well, just think if if you died, Dad would really hate. He would really lose everything." Then, well, no, he says, "Well, he says, look at it this way. He says, why don't you why don't you go ahead and be my champion? That way, if you lose, then it will wipe out the whole Lannister name <laughs> in one swoop. Because see, both them sons are gone." 
Except yeah. for, you know, he's not thinking of Tommy. Right, right. Well, he ain't a Lannister. He's a Baratheon. Exactly. And see, they know that. Mm-hmm. So. Well, he's a Lannister, but he has the Baratheon name. So exactly. the Lannister name won't live on. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. So. So then he I, says, well, maybe Bronn will fight for me again. Can you go find him for me? He said, go tell him. No, can you go find him for me and have him come see me? Yeah. And Jamie's like, okay, I'll do that. And he says, um, who has Cersei, has Cersei, excuse me, has Cersei chosen a champion yet? Is it going to be Sir Marin? Mm-hmm. And Jamie's like, uh, no. Yeah, well, he said, because I would love to see Bronn just, you know, take kill that food, take him apart. And then Jamie's looking all cheap and, and I was like, oh, shit. Uh, and that's when no, we get to it's the, not Sir Marin. That's when we get to the scene with the mountain. With Cersei. Yeah. Okay, so then when we get back to Tyrion, here come Bronn. I love this scene. This was a good scene. I, you know what? They give Bronn some of the best dialogue. Well, their relationship, I'm glad they did it this way. Me too. I was scared that it was going to be, because you know we were talking last time about, mm-hmm. did Bronn lie to Tyrion? Did he sell him out? How did Shay not get there? And I'm glad this kind of um, proves that somebody snatched her ass off the boat. I... After Bron put her on the boat. You still don't think that? I don't think so. Really? No. I don't think Bron would lie. But he didn't lie. Tyrion didn't ask him. He asked his ass, did she get on the boat? Did anybody No, 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 no. When he came to the sale... Oh, yeah, Brown would lie about that shit. Oh, I don't know. I think so, too. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think so. But obviously, Braun, as I suspected, sold out for the money. He come up in there. He got <coughs> new clothes. He got everything. He getting ready to marry some dim-witted chick so he can get the cast. Oh, this was a hilarious conversation. Well, first I of all, we find it. out it's been a couple days yeah. since Tyrion asked Jamie to find him. Yeah. So he didn't come right away. No, but he, like he said. I didn't like that. Well, but like he said, he said, I had things to do. Like getting engaged. Like getting engaged, getting him new clothes and shit, counting up his gold, I'm sure. Lawless Stokesworth is who he's marrying. Mm Mm-hmm. I love when Terry says, she's dim-witted. She's dim-witted. He said, yeah, but, uh. You know. Well, he said, if I wanted wits, I'd marry you. Oh, wasn't that funny, though? That was cute. That was funny. Yeah, was I was dying. And then Jamie Jamie was saying, uh, no, uh, excuse me, Tyrion was saying, well, um, now you realize she has an older sister. He said, oh, yeah. She's 40 and barren, you know. And he says, but you know that she'll inherit the castle and everything with it since she's older. He's <laughs> and like, he said, yeah, he yeah, says, but, um, Princesses. No, have- he said, "Yeah, but he uh, he said that's unless she it, she goes before her father goes." And then Tyrion is looking at him, and he says, "Oh yeah," he said, uh, "Princesses fall off their horses and break their pretty necks all the time." <laughs> I was rolling. And, Damn. And what does Tyr- uh, Tyrion say? Ooh, you and Cersei make a perfect pair. Uh, and ain't that the truth? Truth. Woo! I said, Bronn. But no, to me, that it just reinforced to me, no, he did it for the money. <clears throat> he did that shit for the money. Well, we knew when he first got put in jail and he was talking to Podrick, and Podrick said, when he says, we'll call Bronn as a witness, and he says, I can't, the queen's already called in. So she can't, I mean, she called everyone that she knew he would call. Exactly. And he <laughs> didn't even testify. No. Well, that least, no, he didn't. But that deal was already broke. 
That deal was already brokered by then, in my opinion. Well, I yes, don't know. I think so. I'm not convinced yet. I am. <coughs> so then, <laughs> so Bron says, um, well, so if you're wanting me to kill the, the mountain, I need to, you know, you need to double up the cost, the price. Well, now, what he said was, <clears throat> Tyrion says, after, after, after he said, well, you know. If if the older sister dies, then of course the the younger one will inherit in, in the castle, and so Tyrion does ask him. He says, "Then why did you even bother to come?" And that's when Bronn tells him, "Well, oh, yeah. you once told me that if anybody offered me money to betray you, right, to come to you and you would double it, right. That's right. That's right. So I'm here to see if you doubling it, right. And I like that though." Because that's what makes me think, they had that conversation. Right, that's what makes me think he didn't betray him with the Shay thing. But anyway. I think ahead. he did. But anyway. anyway. So, you know, Tyrion's trying to tell him, well, look, you know, I'm fresh out of castles, but hey, you know, Lannister always paid their debts, and I'll give you this and this. And he said, yeah, but uh, Cersei's a Lannister too, which he got a point. And he which says, he got a point. look, if I survive this, my wife is the heir to Winterfell and at some point mm-hmm. I can give you a big piece of that. And he's like, yeah, he says, woulda, coulda. He said, know. he said, could, maybe, might. Might. He said, mm. No, not locking them odds. <laughs> and you have to give, and I, this, but I mean, <clears throat> I kind of agree with Brian. Yeah. I mean, you know. And he's like, well, you don't think you can get, you can kill them out? And he's like, well, he's freakish big and he's freakish I love that. He said, He's freakish big and he's freakish. And he's faster than anyone his size should be. Should be. That's what he said. I was dying. I said, oh, Bron has the best dialogue. Oh, it was hilarious. So then, this is what I liked. Because Bron said, you know, I'm your friend and I like you. Mm -hmm. But when have you ever risked your life for me? For me. me. And I was like, boop. Because it's true. It, It is true. He helped. He has been a friend of Tyrion. But Tyrion has never turned around and tried to save Bronn from anything. Or or anything. Right. Because he can't, you know, one thing he can do is pay someone off. <laughs> so, you know, to expect him to risk his life for this and you're not going to pay him. But you know what? That's why Tyrion said what he said. He says, you know what? You're an evil, selfish, something bastard. He said, but... And, and and Brian was getting ready to say, hey, but I'm sorry. He says, don't apologize. He said, that's what I liked about you. Yeah. That was weird. I like that. I like that. So they shake hands. They shake. Oh, Tyrion this, this was so sad. holds on to his hand. Long. You know, a long time. And I, oh. that's the part that I kind of was like, oh. I was almost He's getting scared. misty. Oh, yeah. He's scared. So then Bron kind of pats his hand. And Tyrion's like, well, I guess I'll just have to kill the mountain myself. I know. They'll write songs about it. And that, and then Bronn's like, I hope I get to hear those songs someday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then he left. Oh, that, so was, that was sad. You know what, though? But that scene ended on a sad, sad note. I mean, I was even sad for Tyrion. Yes. I really was. So, so then, for me, the best scene of the show. Well, the second, the first best scene and then the next is the next best scene. <clears throat> so Tyrion's sitting in the dark in the gym. This is and it was so pitiful. This is, this is the second best scene. No, this is the first best scene. Yeah, me. this is the first best scene. Yeah. That's what I mean. He's sitting in the dark, looking pitiful. Oh, he looks awful. And next thing you see is some light coming in, and there's Prince Oberyn with his cute self. 
Mm-hmm. I love his outfit too. I know. And so he comes in, and Tyrion's like, "Hey, what are you doing here? I thought you'd be at the brothel." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, <clears throat> I did spend time with an absolutely stunning blonde the other day." And so Tyrion's like, "He's like, oh, tell me the story. I need stories like that because I'm mm-hmm. not getting anything in here." He says, "He says, <clears throat> he says, well, I have a lot of filth in this place, but not the kind of filth I like. So yes. tell me about it." And he says, "Well." It was he's your like, sister. Well, it was your sister. And Tyrion's like, oh. No. <laughs> nah, I don't need to hear that he said, shit. But he says, she approached me with concern about her daughter trying to hide the fact that she was trying to win me over. Well, sure. To kill you. Exactly. And she tried very hard to pretend um, it was difficult to hide her true intentions. And I love how he said that. Because it wasn't mm-hmm. like I saw right through. He didn't have to say all that. He just said yeah. it was really difficult for her to hide her true intentions. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then he says... I like his whole conversation. It's rare to meet a Lannister who shares my enthusiasm for dead land. <laughs> and the way he's just said it. And, and I looked at Tyrion's matter of and, fact. Yeah, and Tyrion's like... Is this fool doing? He knows. He knows yeah. him. He's, he well, knows I know, that but Oberyn, because he said it the first time we saw him. I know he wants revenge. I know, but he he understands that it's not revenge on Tyrion. I know it's revenge on Tywin. You know. Yeah. And so then, um, Tyrion's telling him, "Well, she's going to get her wish. She's wanted this for a long time." And that's when Oberyn says, "Oh, I know. We've met once before." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? 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 I know. Tyrion's face is like, well, I would have remembered that. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, I wish. doubt it. You were just a baby. You were just born. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh hell, this whole oh, it opened up a whole new thing. This didn't whole it? speech. Ooh. Ooh. He says he had just been born. He, excuse me, he had come to Casterly Rock with his dad and his sister on a trip. He hated everything about it: the food, the smells, the accents. But all anyone could talk about was this freak that was born to tie no, the No, he said all anybody could talk about was the monster that was born yeah. to, to, to Tywin, Tywin Lannister. Lannister. A head twice the size of its body, a tail between his legs, a claw, a red a eye, red eye. The privates of both a girl and a boy. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yo, sister promised she would show you to us, mm-hmm. and we asked her about it every day, every day." And then he said. Oh, and you know that bitch did you that know, shit, too. And strung the shit out, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And wait, they kept flashing back to Tyrion's face oh, as he's talking. And I'm man. like, oh, his face. So then he says, so finally one day, her and your brother took yeah. us to the nursery to see you. And he says, your hair was a, your head was a bit large. Your arms and legs were a bit small, but no claw, no red eye. No tail between your legs, just a little tiny pink penis, basically. <laughs> no. <laughs> he said, I don't want to say all that. I know. He says, we didn't bother to hide our disappointment. He said, that's, that's, that's not, not a monster. That's just a baby. And she said, he killed my mother. Oh, did you see And Tyrion's then she face? pinched your little penis so hard I thought she might pull it off. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he's talking, they keep this camera on Tyrion's Tyrion. face. Oh. Which I love that they did that. Because, you know, 
how most of these shows, mm-hmm. they switch back and forth in scenes. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that they stayed on his face this whole time. He, he needs said, an award. Oh, he, he was said, so good. She did it so hard, I thought she might pull it off until your brother made her stop. Mm-hmm. And she says, it doesn't matter. Everybody says he's going to die soon, and I hope they're right. He should not have lived this long. Mm-hmm. And that whole time, he's saying all that. You see Peter Dinklage's eyes well up. Oh, yeah. You see his face kind of get harder and sad. And he's trying and, to... I mean, he's trying to hold it back. He's trying to hold it back. You, you could tell. You could tell. But that was just Oh, good, that was so good. Ugh. I teared up myself. I was tearing up, yeah. And, Tyr- and so Tyrion goes, well, sooner or later, Cersei always get what she wants. And then he says, but what, what about what I want? And what about what I want? Justice for my sister and her children. And Tyrion, that line, if you want justice, you've come to the wrong place. But Oberyn, Prince Oberyn is so smooth, though. I just love this character. I he love it. He says, I disagree. And I've he's just so perfect. Place. Oh, man. I want to bring those who have wronged me to justice and all those who have wronged me are right, right here. here. I will mm-hmm. begin with Sir Gregor Clegane who killed my sister's children and then raped her with their blood still on his hands before, before killing, killing her. her too. I will be your champion. Did you see Tyrion's face? That sigh. He was like, oh, oh. he looked so relieved. He did. He just looked, but oh. The way they did the scene was awesome because they Wasn't had it, though? over and stand up they had him like, the, the angle was like up like he was really going to be the champion. He had, was holding up that fire. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Great. It was awesome. That was the best scene. That was, that was good. I didn't think they could top Tyrion's speech. Talk about, I wish I, I knew it. Poisoned all y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> I knew it. I didn't think they could top But that did. That I mean, was the best. Peter Dinklage oh my deserves God. the the the. Emmys and, and all the awards that he gets. He love deserves him. it. And that I was love so Oberyn Martin. Oh, I love Prince Oberyn. Love oh, him. Oh, yes. I like every scene he is in. I will be your, your champ. champion. And the way he said, that wasn't a monster. It's just a baby. I know. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. All this time I thought I was going to see some shit. And I didn't see <laughs> shit. I know. He's just normal. Just little. That's all. Just normal. Yeah. And I oh. bet you that's the only time besides Jamie, someone has said, you're just a normal person. You're yeah. smaller than everybody else. Exactly. You know, I, I kinda, bet you. I kind of like the way they did that. Because mm-hmm. that's probably the only other person yep. who's ever said it like that to him. Yeah. You know? I bet so. <clears throat> Woo! I love that. I know. That was an emotional that. scene, though. That but then was... I started getting worried, thinking, okay, how is this shit going to work? Now, we haven't seen him fight, so we don't know how good he is. We know he's renowned for his fighting skills. Right. But we, the hound is fucking big. I mean, the, well, the mountain. But we're going to find out, we ain't we? going to find out. Yeah. Woo! I mean, by the previews, oh, uh, no. Tywin is looking worried well. when over and get to spinning. <laughs> You don't know. They put that shit together. That's true. You don't know how that shit's going to look. Anyway. All right. Here we go <gasps> with our second favorite scene oh my God. of the whole thing. Damn, that sleazy motherfucking little finger. No. Ooh. I'm actually liking him on this Oh, thing. no. No, no, no. Well, I don't like him, but then I'm liking him. No. Uh-uh. Well, I like the last part. Uh-uh. So, you didn't? That's not the issue. Well, I know 
know that, Sister Jay. I'm talking about, I know the issue. I don't like that part, but I like what he did. <laughs> well, something, okay, you knew, in okay. my opinion, as soon as he got close to her. And you, well, he's always fucking up in her no, face. No, no, I mean, uh, uh, Liza. As soon oh, as well, he let's got, not go there, Yeah, Jay. as soon so, as he got, okay. yeah. Anyway. So, we see Sansa at the Erie. She's outside. This was a beautiful scene, though, beginning. It was snowing, and you could just see it in her face. It reminded her of Winterfell. Yeah. Because it snows up there. And you know what? I've got to say, that is a pretty red-headed girl. Oh, she's gorgeous. Oh, she's beautiful. I love her red hair. But she is a very pretty girl. Well, I don't care, but it's it's beautiful on her, and she is a cute girl. She's very cute. Very Very pretty. pretty. Yeah, and the more that she... You can tell she's growing. Yeah, and she's, she's maturing, maturing too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Her face is changing a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, she's beautiful. She's very pretty. And that white snow and the whole scene. Oh, it was wonderful. And then her, her red hair and that white snow and the clothes she had on was just, mm-hmm. you know, it's all worked together. Yep. <clears throat> but she goes out in the snow and she's like, oh, "It's snowing!" So then she starts playing in the snow and builds. Winterfell. A replica of Winterfell. That was pretty cool. That was cool. That was cool. So you know she'd been out there. A oh minute. wow! But then you know she's from Winterfell, so she's used to winter cold. and cold yeah. and snow and stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then little Robin comes up. Oh Lord, have mercy! It was fine at first, and then it turned ugly real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was actually kind of liking their conversation, and I think she was too. Um, he came in. And do you realize, I mean, every time we hear this little boy, I was thinking, why does he sound so fucking stocked up all the time? <laughs> he's like, because he's oh, sickly. Why am I? Because oh. he's, he's still fucking breastfeeding. <laughs> 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 uh, so he comes out and he's, he's asking her what she's doing. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm making Winterfell. What I remember of Winterfell, mm-hmm. I'll probably not ever go back and see it. And he's like, oh. Well, why did you ever leave? She's like, well, that's a long story. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, I've never left the Erie. Mama, mama says... <laughs> <laughs> did you catch that? Mom, no. Mama, mama, says, mama says... Mama said that it's dangerous out on the road. There's <laughs> a stopped up cell. Oh, Lord. And, that, and she's like, well... And so then he says, well, where's your moon door? I don't see a moon door. She's like, oh, well, Winterfell didn't have a moon door. We're on the ground. And he says, what? He's like, that sounds dangerous. I know what I'm thinking. How do you make people fly? <laughs> I'm thinking, you ignorant and Actually, no, not, no, he's not. He's young. You don't know. Mm. His mama ain't taught him shit. She ain't taught him shit. Which is obvious, right? All she do is breastfeed the boy. That's it. I thought it was cute. So mm. then he says, well. I thought it was annoying. No, I thought it was cute because then he says, well, when I get grown and I become the prince. That ain't what he said. What did he say, Sister Jane? He said, when we get married. No, he said this first. He said, when I get older and um, I'm going to have a moon door. And then when we get married, you could tell me anybody you don't like. No, he says, when I get older, I'm going to make anyone that I don't like go through the moon door. And then when we get married, no, you can tell me. Fly. That's fly. what he says. And then when we get married, you can tell me who you don't like. And we can come back to um, the Erie and make them fly out the moon door. And she's like, ooh, I would like that. That's the first we see of her thinking, yeah, I'd like to kill some motherfuckers around me. <laughs> I thought that was cute. 
Well, I didn't think it was cute at all, first of all. I was annoyed with this dumbass kid. He's not dumb. Oh, he's a dumbass kid. He's just And sheltered. I was real annoyed and with his questions. It was just annoying to me. I thought Santa showed an awful lot of patience just answering the stupid kid. Damn, Sister Jay, he, was, he don't know nothing about her anyway. and her life. His mama ain't told him shit. Anyway, then this little motherfucker. Well, he didn't do it on purpose. Gets all up. Uh, uh, no, he says. It okay. was an accident. She says, okay, so where should I put the moon door? He's like, what about here? Now, I was, at first, I was confused. I thought she was maybe joking because she got pissed right off the damn bat. She got pissed. And. So I thought she was joking a little bit, but no, she was serious. So. so he accidentally, he didn't do it on purpose. He went to reach for one of the towers and said, what about here? What she and knocked said, it over. Well, even if it was an accident. Yeah, hey, I thought her response was fine. She thought, you done ruined it now. Now I'm going to have to build it all over. Hell, I would have said that too. What was not okay no, this is his reaction oh, to right. what she said. Exactly, because he ain't used to getting told. Exactly, this. exactly. I agree, but I was telling you, I felt like I like she was kidding at first. No, and then as the conversation went on, I'm like, oh no, she's serious, and he is too. He's like, well, I didn't mean to. She's like, well, you did, you did ruin it. He's like, well, yeah, but uh, and then he starts stomping on the damn thing. Oh, I would have smacked his ass too. Thank you. I probably would have knocked him out. With a fist. All she did was slap him. <laughs> I would have balled up my fist and damn, Sister J. <laughs> knocked him square in his mouth and told him, Get your ass out of my face. <sighs> anyway. So he starts, so she slaps him. He runs off. Hollering. I, I'm laughing at this point. I'm like, he need to get his ass whooped. Mm. Um, she immediately looks like she regrets it. You know what it reminded me of? Mm. The scene with Cersei slapping Joffrey. And as soon as she slapped him, she's like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. This motherfucker might kill me. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it wasn't quite that same look on her face, but she what? had that look on her face. Well, she had the look on her face because she knew he was going to go tell, tell her mama. His now, mama. Now, her, his mama done already yanked on her. <laughs> <laughs> Accusing her of trying to get her husband. See, that's why I thought she was like, oh shit. And she said as much because at this point, Littlefinger come from wherever the fuck he was hiding. Oh, he was watching him too, Uh And so the children, children. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. He's gonna go tell Aunt Liza. He's like, let me handle her. He said, You let me worry about her. I should never have hit him. He's like, Well, she should have done that a long time. Yeah. Which is true. True. Yep. That boy didn't have, but really, that boy had no kind of home training. He had no kind of manners, nothing. 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 So, um, he comes up to her, and he gets, he always gets too fucking close to me. Yeah. Like, he's all up in her personal Well, he's used to breastfeeding. Yeah, he's going to be close. I'm talking about little finger. Oh. What are you talking about breastfeeding? I thought you meant that boy. No, I'm talking about little finger. Well, Yeah. He always does that. He's always like right up in her yeah. damn face. Yeah. So immediately I was like, oh, hell, he's too fucking close. To oh, her. yeah. But anyway, so he comes up and she asks him, which I like that she asked. 
So you can see she's changing a little bit. Yes, she's, she's like, definitely why, changing. Why did you really kill Joffrey? I, I want to know. Mm-hmm. And he says, I loved your mother more than you could ever know. Given the opportunity, what do we do to those who hurt the ones we love? Mm-hmm. And then she gives a little smile. Yeah. And then he, he, he tells her, you know... In a better world. In a better world, you would have been my child. Now, see, this is what makes it creepy to me. Yes. Now, that's what I was talking about the other time. Because that's the second time he done said that shit. (laughs) And then you're going to go kiss her. In a better world, one where love could overcome strength and beauty, Mm -hmm. you might have been my child. Mm. But we don't live in that world. Mm. You're more beautiful than she ever was. Mm. And then he kisses her. And I was like... But see that uh, that. Mm. But then that fucking Lysa is well, watching. But that ain't what upset me. What upset me the most about that whole fucking scene is he said you could have been my, my child. child, and then he gonna still go on and make the moves on her. But he says, Ooh, but we shit. don't live in that world. Hey, but that don't make no difference. So in other words, well, I know, Sister J. I know, Ooh, Lord, that makes. I know food. what you're saying, but he did say we don't live in that world. In other words, you ain't my child, so I'm gonna try to get with you. Mm. That's what he said. Nasty motherfucker. My whole worry was when we see her in the corner of the screen looking. Oh, I'm you like, knew. Oh, shit. oh, you knew it was gonna be on. Oh hell, because she. All we need is Lisa, Lisa was sit. up there in that little opening watching. She was probably them. coming to say, Sandra. Why the fuck did you hit my son? That's probably what she was coming there for. No, she was probably watching Sansa anyway. No, I don't think so. Because she would have jumped on her the minute she smacked him. Well, that's true. No, I think she came there to get on Lys- uh, to get on Sansa for hitting him and then saw them kissing. And and so she did say, Lord Baelish. <laughs> well, okay, this is my opinion. Now, it seemed to me that Sansa let that go on way too long. Sister Jane. Oh, yeah, because I was counting the little seconds, and you could tick off some seconds. She should have pushed the fool away immediately, but she did not do that. First of all, she's a child and he's grown. Well, yeah, and I'm not saying she's so, rocking nothing, but I'm just saying. You know, she was probably mm-hmm. taking off guard and shit. Anyway. So, anywho, so the next time we see Liza is coming into the fucking moon room, or whatever the uh, hell they call it. No, Sansa is. Sansa. Because Liza has summoned her. her. Yeah. And so Sansa thinks she's there because she's in trouble for hitting Robin. Right. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry for hitting Robin. I shouldn't have done that. And she says, oh, you hoe. You know that ain't why I called you up in here. I didn't call you up here. I saw you. Oh, Lord. First, she's asking her some stupid shit about, you know how much... You know how far the fall is down there? Wait, first of all, when I walked in there and she's standing next to the fucking open moon door, I I would not have gotten close to the... No, why you got to walk around there with her? You could have been way across the room saying, yeah, especially what you want. She yanked on your ass earlier. Okay. I would have been way over in the corner by by that staircase saying, okay, uh, yeah. What you need? What you want? (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't have been Thank right you. next to her ass. Some people, when they fly down this moon door, some when they find them, sometimes their hair is still in place, but their necks, their head's not attached to the body. You don't know what the rocks, the, this height does so uh, many things to the body. <clears throat> Just that talk alone, I would have been inching back. Yeah. Okay. Would you? Yes. I've been inching back. 
But see, I don't think Sansa thinks that her own family will do that. She doesn't. Now, she yanked on her, yeah, but she don't think she'll push her out the damn door. Exactly. We know the bitch crazy. We know the bitch is crazy yeah. and jealous. That's the main thing. And when she get to talking, she is talking. So did she kill her daddy? That's what I was going to ask you. See? She goes. She killed her daddy. No, you kissed Peter. And oh, you're a whore. My father, my husband, Husband, my my sister. sister. All stood between us and and now they are all dead. So I was thinking... What the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. Did she kill her daddy? I don't think so, because she didn't kill her sister either. She True. just lied to her. You True. Know? And so then at this point, she's done crab Sansa by the back of the head and is pushing her down towards the moon And door. telling her, look down, look down. Yeah. Finally, Peter comes in. Well, only because Sansa's hollering. Well, yeah. So Peter comes in. And he's like, Liza, let her go, let her go. She's like, no, no, why did you bring her here? Why? And he's like, I'll make her leave. He said, I will send her away. I'll send her away. I promise. And I was like, mm-hmm. he's just trying to get her to let her go. Oh, absolutely, because he has no credibility like whatsoever. No. So he, um, so she finally lets Sansa go. And thankfully, Sansa like falls back. Well, she kind of pushed her, too. Yeah, she did push her. Mm -hmm. And she's on the ground kind of like catching her damn breath. Liza is all upset and crying and shit, so she sits down right next to the damn moon door. So then Peter finally pulls up and says, oh, my sweet wife. Mm -hmm. My Mm -hmm. sweet, Mm -hmm. silly wife. Mm -hmm. So he he Mm -hmm. picks her up off that little bench and says, I have only loved one woman and only one my entire life. Yo, sister! And he push her and ass pushes out. her ass out the moon door. Mm, 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 Damn. And I was like, bye bye, Auntie. Bye. <laughs> bye, Auntie. Oh <laughs> my goodness. That was so awful. I mean, that was a shock. It was, but you know what? That was a shock. That's all he could do. Because that yeah. chick was too she damn was, crazy. She was going to get. She needed to go. Well, she was going to get Sansa one way or another. She was. Yeah. I mean, she was. Yeah. She was. So. First of all, Sansa was pretty. But wait a minute. Sansa is Catelyn's daughter, who she was jealous of Catelyn anyhow. I was surprised that Baelish did it in that way, number one. And I was surprised that he did it in front of Sansa, number two. But I knew he was going to off her when he bought Sansa back and she went on off to her room. And this chick is talking about, let's get married tonight. I done murdered for you. I done done all all this for you and everything. And and he kissed her to shut her up. Shut her ass up. And I thought then. she's doing all that damn talking. And I thought then, Uh oh, he going to kill her ass. I know. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think it'd it'd be that quick. She was running off at the mouth too much. Mm -hmm. I was surprised he did it too in front of Sansa. But what else was he going to do? Yeah. You know? That's true. That was awesome. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. Okay, let's get on to our feedback. Okay. Uh, We'll start with our iTunes review. We have one. um, And it is from G. Harmon. Okay. These sisters have the best Game of Thrones podcast out there. Yay. Feels like I'm at a family reunion. Five stars. Oh, thank you. G. Harmon. Thank you, G, for that five-star review. Thank you. We appreciate it. Glad you're liking it. Okay, and before we start with our email feedback and stuff, I got to give a shout-out to Miss Rainbow. 
Miss Rainbow posted a wonderful poster on our Facebook page showing uh, Prince Oberyn versus The Mountain like an HBO fight on HBO (laughs) Fight Night. It is awesome. So if y'all haven't seen it, y'all need to go and look at it. I like that so much. I put it on my desktop. Oh, from cool. a background picture. It is so cool. So thank you, Miss Rainbow. Thank you, Rainbow. Okay, so let's get to our email feedback. Okay. <clears throat> and the first one is from Miss Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Um, hey, sisters. Hope y'all are doing well and that bronchitis is clearing up for you, Sister K. Uh, yep. Kind of. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's my under a minute audio file. Okay, let's see, Shalita. Let's play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. That was a pretty good episode. Not as great as the last couple weeks, but it has some epic parts, such as Oprah's going to be Tyrion's champion. I am so here for that. Yes. And then you also had crazy ass Liza going out the moon door. I hope her son's going to join her because he was crazy too. Um, but, ew, little finger kisses, Sansa. Ew, 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 creepy, creepy, creepy. Okay. I'm pretty sure Dario got in them drawers. I know y'all hate him. But Danny, Danny wanted something. She wanted to get a little something, All right. And poor Jordan, the next day, <laughs> French zone forever. <laughs> uh, you have Pod and Brienne, and they ran into Pop Pie, or Hot Pie, or whatever his name is. Yay. So hopefully they can hook up with Sansa, and Arya is a little murderer, and I love her so much. Maybe she'll take the hound off of her list now. I hope so. Okay, have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Well, thank you, Miss Shalita, for keeping that shit short. And I mean, you was rushing, honey. <laughs> but you know, I mean, as a... As a, a, a future thing, you don't have to list each and every character if you want to talk more about one or two of them, you know. Well, she's trying fine. to get all her thoughts in it. <laughs> a short amount of time. I mean, Let her do it the way she want to do it. She was talking fast. 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 She also writes, um, I forgot about the Red Woman and Celise. I think that's Stannis' wife's, that is Stannis' wife's name. Yes. Is it me or was she wanting a little Melisandre for herself? Um, she, was, she was hawking her like she was about to jump on her, shaking my head. Ew. That's all I can think of. Can't wait to see the next episode, even though it's a two-week wait. Until next time, Shalita. P.S. Was that short enough for you? Clearly, y'all are so popular that everybody is sending in feedback. Awesome. Even if it makes for a long-ass podcast. Just means more and more folks are listening to the awesomeness of the sisters. Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. <laughs> yes, we are getting a lot more feedback. Yes, and, and, and you we, guys are doing awesome by keeping it really yeah, short and to the point. We appreciate you keeping it short, and that gives everybody an opportunity to get their little stuff in there. Yes. All right. Thank, thank you, Shalita. Okay, our next uh, feedback, it looks like a voicemail from Robert from the Bay. So let me play that now. Cool. Hey, Sister Jane, Sister Kay, this is Robert from the Bay. Had to call in early this week. Uh, I was just so excited about that. That's this episode. I mean, damn. I mean, usually I'm one of the last ones to call in, but now uh, my prediction came true. I hate to brag, but damn. The Mountain and Prince Oberyn. The Red Viper, he about to get it on. And we haven't seen him in action, just like Sister Kay said. But now we gonna, we going to get to see it. I'm going to have my popcorn ready for it. Please believe. Um, next week also, I think they're going to 
uh, they're gonna finally show Mass Raider. I mean, damn, we ain't we ain't seen him for a minute either. So uh, they getting closer to Castle Black. That's gonna be exciting. They might save that for the penultimate episode. So we gonna have to see. Anyways, that's all I gotta say. Again, like I said, man, I was too excited to hold my feelings back. Had to call the ladies and let them know. All right, y'all, I'm out. Peace. Well, thank you, Robert, for that wonderful, wonderful voicemail. Thank you, Robert. And yeah, uh, that's gonna be a really good fight. It's gonna be something. The mountain's yes. awful big, though. He big. Damn, he big. That's my only thing is, damn, that fool's big. Mm-hmm. How so, how is So we're going to see, but yeah, we like your idea of having that popcorn ready. Well, I don't know if I'll do that, but. I think I might do that. Yeah. I usually eat right before Game mm. of Thrones comes on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Because, you know, it'd be gl- b- bloody and gory and stuff. Well, so. now that's true, too, but I don't eat that late. I don't try to eat. I don't eat know, food food while that it's, While it's showing. <laughs> well, no, but I just. Like to eat earlier, way earlier than that. Anyway, thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Okay, our next feedback is from Leslie in Tulsa. Hey, Leslie. Hello, sisters and Sister Speak family. I'm noticing a trend with Game of Thrones this year. Every single episode ends with me saying, holy shit. I know it. <coughs> I know it. This, I know. The, partic- the spectacular deaths of rotten people this season is starting to take some of the sting out of the Red Wedding. Yeah. True. I think so, too. But I'm worried, though, because there's too many, you know, justified killings going on, you know? You know. Still loving the hound, Arya Teen. She has shown him how to be kinder to people, and he's shown her how to kill a man with a single lunge. Yep. I hope she actually gets Hot Pie's much improved wolf bread. (laughs) Favorite lines of the episode. Tyrion. Why are you sorry? Because you're an evil bastard with no conscience and no heart? <laughs> That's what I liked about you in the first place. Yep. Oberyn, I will be your champion. Hot pie. Don't even get me started on the gravy. <laughs> Until next time, <laughs> Leslie in Tulsa. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. For that email. And yeah, those are some good yes. lines. They were some good lines. But I just love the whole dialogue. Mm-hmm. With Cersei, um, Tyrion, and Oberyn, the whole dialogue. I, I do too, but I like the whole dialogue with Tyrion and Bronn. Yeah, Bron, I like that Bron too. got some good sayings in there. He did. He he, he did. is really really good and yeah. witty. So I, I like his character, even though he sold him out. Yeah, I I, I, I am with you. I'm holy shitting most of the episodes too. I know. I mean, this is really. Uh, Cliffhangers like every single week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully. It's awesome. It keeps going that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our next email is from Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hey, sisters and sisters big family. These great episodes keep coming. A few thoughts. Number one, Prince Oberyn is by far the most interesting character this season. And I'm really rooting for him to beat the mountain. Me too. I am too, because I don't want Tyrion dead. I know. Me too. If this show has taught me anything, the fact that I'm rooting for him means he will die horribly. Uh-oh. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Number two. Lord Baelish has shorter marriages than those Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Dario finally got to introduce Danny to his dragon. Oh, Lord. Poor Jorah running into him the morning after. Mm-hmm. Jorah needs to know, though. A. Number four. If that red woman kills Shireen, I'm going to be so pissed. Me too. See, I, I didn't take it like she was going to kill her, but, she, you know. Until next time, Andrea. 
Thank you, Andrea. What else is she going to do with her? Hey, sacrifice. That's what she talks about. I don't think so because, first of all, Stannis ain't having that. He might be crazy and gone on her little Lord of Light shit, but he ain't having it. He ain't going to be able to do shit about it if she doesn't. When he ain't there or ain't looking or, you know. Yeah. He might be in another boat. That's a good point. He won't know till it's over. I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I just didn't take it like that. I just didn't I hope not. Take it like that. Thank you, Andrea. Okay, our next email is from Felicia. Hey, Felicia. Hey, sisters. I've not missed a show, but this is my first letter this season. Wow. I've got my BFF, Ron, or Roan, listening now, too. Shout out to Roan. Hey, Roan. <coughs> first, Bron. Ain't you fancy? <laughs> I know Bron has always made it clear that he could have... He could be bought, but I was a bit disappointed when his shade turned up in Cersei's hands. I did like the fact that Bronn faced Tyrion like a man and stood by who he was. Yeah. Also, love the line, I, I'm your friend, and when have you ever risked your life for me? I yep. love that too. Yeah. After visits from Jamie and Bronn, Tyrion was quickly running out of options until sexy Oberyn swooped in to save the day. I've always thought Dinklage is acting a wee bit overrated until this week. What? <laughs> what? Felicia. Um, his scenes with all three were fantastic, especially the em- especially the emotion he displayed as Oberyn spoke of Cersei's hate for him, even as a baby. I almost cried. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't mind nudity or sex on the show, but I'm truly over Melisandre's nude scenes. Especially since we got robbed of a full body shot of Dario just moments before. Lord. Ugh, who wants to see that? Mm. Every time I see her nips, I watch it in horror thinking about Smoke Baby is going to seep out of some orifice. Just, (laughs) ew. (laughs) Equal opportunity, people. More hard legs, rock butts, and swinging penises on some clean, handsome men, please. And yay, Danny finally got laid. Mm. <clears throat> I didn't like that part. I didn't either. Hot pie return. <coughs> excuse me. Hot pie returns. However, I did side eye the episode um, the ep, showing not just one coincidental meeting, but two. In all of Westeros, Arya just happens to run into Mister A Fucky Bloody Rorge, and Brienne Pod just happened to run into Hot Pie. Hmm. But I'll let it pass. I think that's okay. I don't find that. <coughs> uh. uh like unusual. The Brienne and Pod is way um, justifiable because he's in an inn. He works yeah. at this, you know. And, and they're traveling. Yeah, and they're traveling. So. And finally, Pete, Mr. Peter Littlefinger. Mr. Peter Littlefinger. Chaos is a ladder, Baelish. Mm. I've been pointing an accusatory finger at him since season one when he pulled that stunt on Cat regarding the Valerian steel blade used to attack Bran. Love the look on his face when pushed batshit crazy Lysa out the moon door. But his kissing Sansa was crazy creepy. Yep. And Bruh needs to talk to Prince about where to get some man heels. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he's shorter than Sansa. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple key characters revisited childhood memories this week. Love this show and the Sister Speak family. Maybe next time I'll send some audio. Yeah, I know. Two minutes or less. Take care, Felicia. Thank you, Felicia, Thank you, Felicia. for that long-ass email, girl. That was long-ass. 
So if you send out some audio, yeah, two minutes or less, baby. Make it like anyway, a minute or less. Yeah, a minute, minute and a half. half. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Baelish was too creepy. It he creeped was. me out. In one sentence, you could have been my daughter. And the next sentence, he's, he's kissing her. Ooh, yeah, no. that was creepy. No, that was too creepy for yeah. me. No, Mm-mm. didn't like that. But I love when he pushed her ass out that movie. Oh, door. everybody liked she that, She was though. too damn crazy. Everybody liked that. I mean, the internet blew up. Everybody liked that. <laughs> it was great. All right. Thank you, Felicia. Our next email is from Paris. Hey, Paris. Hello, sisters and the Sisters Beak fam. I just have to say... When y'all go off on a tangent, you two lovely ladies do it spectacularly. <laughs> Have me rolling Sunday morning at work as you flew into a tirade on the NBA situation. <laughs> I couldn't do anything but agree because I know it's true. Anyways, a shout out to Robert from the Bay. You called it, bruh. Over in Martell, the Red Viper has come to Tyrion's aid as his champion against the mountain. Yep, Robert I love, Yep, I love this character more and more. Me too. He's smart, he's kind, and he doesn't discriminate in the bedroom. He sure don't. Y'all had me cracking up also about how he's always trying to get everyone in on his orgies. <laughs> I know, he Damn. is. He is, He is. <laughs> I know if he thought he could... Uh, tell Cersei that he would. Yeah, you know. Well, I don't know though, cause he. Well, I don't know that he would. He, she's a Lannister. That's true. Yeah, I don't think he. That's he, true. Do that. I mean, he might do that to get her in a compromise. But he was trying to get uh, put, position so he could slit her neck <coughs> or something. But mm-mm. it was nice to see Hot Pie again, even though Podrick and Lady Brienne. Seemed to be annoyed as hell with him inviting <laughs> himself to their table. I know. Okay, I may not be in love with the new Dario, but hot damn the body on him. Oh, uh, uh, uh. all up in my screen. What? Go ahead, Daenerys. Get you some. I ain't mad at you. I didn't think he was that cute. I mean, I what? didn't think his body looked good at all. He's a little skinny. He did have a six pack, but that's about it. I don't think that was his real butt. But he didn't have no shoulder depth, no nothing. He just had a flat abdomen. That's it. Well, that's something, though. Yeah, well, mm, no. When Peter Baelish told Lysa he'd only ever loved one woman in his life, I bust out laughing because I knew what was coming next. (laughs) (laughs) When he pushed her crazy ass through the moon door, I was hysterical. (laughs) How in the world did she not see that coming? (laughs) You're standing right by the damn moon door. Please Mm. don't forget you, uh, please don't forget to yoke up Robin's ass either. Till next time, Paris. <laughs> Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris. And you know, oh, I was I was a little surprised at at what Bayless said to her though. Because I didn't think he was gonna say that to her. Why not if you plan on pushing her out well, the door? I see that now. <clears throat> but I mean, but the thing that gets me about him is how come he's always talking like he's whispering? Smirking, Jack. Especially when he's talking to Sansa. <clears throat> he's trying to be sexy. It is creepy. It is creepy. <laughs> it's creepy. It is. <laughs> Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Tammy, and it's a voicemail. Let me play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters, it's Tammy. I can now see why people are talking about Oberyn Martell. Because in that moment when he proclaimed that he would be Tyrion's champion, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Because being heroic makes you even ten times sexier. 
I'm starting to see a little something in him. But that that scene in the dungeon where he's talking about how, you know, Cersei mistreated him as a baby and just the hurt on uh, Tyrion's face and the way his eyes were shining with tears and they were, you know, they didn't fall, but they were shining with tears and just the hurt that looked on his face, it just, that got to me. And all he's had to endure from his own, his own freaking family. Um, that, yeah, that was a good scene. And the one with Jamie, he, getting on my nerves with his, oh, watch yourself, because, you know, he's saying, oh, you fuck your sister. I'm like, Jamie, the cat's out of the bag. Everyone knows that you F your sister. Everyone knows that those kids are not, you know, Robert Baratheon's kids, that they're your children. Stop. Stop pretending. You know, just acknowledge the, the shit. Be done with it. Um, and Braun got on my nerves, too, with his, oh, what have you ever done for me as a friend? And I'm like, you know, fool, he gave you a damn job. He set you up royally. He, he appointed you as the, um, you know, the guard commander, the, the commander of the guard. What the heck? What the, you know, what do you mean, what has he ever done for you? And you can't do this for him? So, yeah, that, that annoyed the crap out of me. Also, Cersei, not Cersei, but uh, Khaleesi, with the freaking new Dario Naharis getting all naked and her telling him to take off his clothes. I'm like, no, Khaleesi, please. Don't, don't touch that man. Ugh. I'm glad they didn't show anything happening. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if that was a stunt butt or his butt, but that was doing nothing for me. And I could have lived my whole life happily without ever seeing that scene. Uh, so that's my thoughts. Oh, wait, Podrick, not Podrick and Brienne. They were awesome together. And we got to see Hot Pie again. He's growing up. He's so cute. That was a great scene as well. All right, I'm going to cut this short. Okay, bye, sisters. Oh, thank you, Tammy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Tammy. Oh, you have me done. I wonder if that's a stunt but. <laughs> I think uh, Sister K's right. I think it was a stunt butt. And if it wasn't a stunt butt, why was he clenching it like that? I mean, it was... <laughs> I didn't even look that close. No, but it was concave <laughs> or something. Like, the sides of it wasn't even like... <laughs> like, you would really stand. It was like he was tense, clenched. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, that was too... <laughs> yeah, I didn't I, I didn't could have like went it. the whole season without seeing that either. Yeah. I don't yeah. like them trying to get her with this smarmy ass Dario. I know. And the fact that you changed the men, the actors, makes it even worse. It makes it worse. Yeah. Ugh. I did not like that part at all. But thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. <clears throat> okay. And hey, Andreas. Hey, Andreas. We need another voicemail, Andreas. <laughs> okay. Our next email is from Mary. Hey, Mary. And you know when I hear, see the name Mary, I don't know why I want to say it like um, Jack A. Harry did on two two seven. Mary. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. Hey, Mary. That came on TV the other day. That's probably why. I thought. Okay. Um, hello again. That was obscure. I know. Random. Mm. Hello again, sisters. Hope you are both well. My favorite part of every single podcast, when Sister J says, okay, after Sister K says, let's get started. She's always so chipper. Makes me smile every time. <laughs> Thank what? You. Thank you, Mary. 
<laughs> Do you think the hound is off of Arya's list now? I don't know. I don't think so. Not yet. I think it's down at the bottom of the list. Yeah. Though. And can I just say I really love him? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> I know y'all totally do not approve of the of the non-Bucky Dario. <laughs> but holy mother of gods, can he just not wear any clothes ever? I think I'd be okay with that. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. See, I think my problem is I'm not looking at the body. I'm looking at the Dario face, the man. Mm-hmm. I don't like this dude. I don't like this new Dario, and I can't get behind his naked butt, even if it is his butt. All I got to say is, some of y'all women got some real low standards, let me tell you. If you should say that's wrong. If you're thinking that that look good naked, oh, hell no. People have different thoughts. About what's cute. I'm so, just you know, saying. I'm just putting. It mine, doesn't mean that's low standard. I'm just putting mine out there. <laughs> mm. Okay, mm-hmm. all the male could go to Sister J. <laughs> <laughs> she says that's it. I know all the rest of the listeners will have great feedback. Mary Kay from the Wall. Oh, from the Wall. Thank, Thank you, you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, our next... Oh, Shalita has another piece of feedback. Okay, now. now. Shalita. Come on, Shalita. She says, hi, sisters. I'm less tipsy now. was finishing off a very large glass of wine after the show. So I had to send a little follow-up to my previous email. What do y'all think of Braun selling out Tyrion? He clearly still likes and respects him, but he still sold him out. Yes, he did. I hate Braun for that, but I don't at the same time. Damn, I'm so conflicted. Okay, that's definitely it. Hope the follow-up doesn't put me back in long-ass territory. Hey, it almost, Shalita. Shalita with no P.S. Ooh, and no P.S. Okay, cool. All right, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. And in answer to your question... I don't think he sold him out. Yeah. I guess he I, did, huh? I, I have always believed... I guess so. ...that Bron sold Tyrion out. But... Tyrion all, always knew that given the opportunity, Bronn would do that. Yeah, he told him that. And he's okay up. with that. He I mean, that's that. their relationship. So I don't have no animosity against Bronn for doing that because he's an opportunist. He is, you know, he is not one of those, um, I'm feeling grateful because you, Lannister, you gave me a job and stuff like like uh, Tammy mentioned, I think, you know, well, hey, he gave you a, a job and... And and did all this, this, this. Well, yeah, but Bron saved his ass, too. He did already do that. Yeah, Bron saved his ass uh, uh, from Liza. I mean, he paid her for that. Sure. So, Bron told him up front, look, I like getting paid for shit. I'm a salesword. As long as you pay me, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'll be at your side. And like with Jamie, (laughs) when he, the uh, first meeting with Jamie and he's going to train him, Jamie says, um... You got another sword? And he says, hey, you, you, you got payment? Yeah. And he gave him that, that whole little sack of coins. Right. Because, I mean, you know, that's what he do. So. You need to get paid. You need to get paid. <clears throat> okay, well, our next feedback is from Taj. Hey, Taj. Hey, sisters. Sir Jorah was salty as hell when he saw Dario leaving Khaleesi's room, was he? He was. If he had just kept his mouth shut, he'd be rid of him. But no, he kept talking. And his mouth did the exact opposite of what he wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. Kept Dario near. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Regarding Prince Oberyn being Tyrion's champion, called it. <laughs> there were several of y'all who called yeah. that. Yeah. 
finally, who's going to feed little Robin now? <laughs> I know that's right. He's going to be starved to death. Well, I'm crazy happy. I'm happy. Crazy ass Lisa has been taken care of. That was Sansa's last living relative that could help her. This leaves Littlefinger free to marry her slash keep her prisoner or just do what he wants to do with her. Yeah. I am not so comfortable with that. I know. See, that, no, that's that, true. See, that's going to be, ooh, that's going to be bad. But you know what? Quiet as is kept, Lysa, she would have been in more danger, physical danger from Lysa. From Lysa. Than, well, so far at least, I think, because Lysa was so damn jealous Right. She was she would do anything for that fool. She done killed her own damn husband. Well and and lied to her own damn sister. Exactly. I mean, Littlefinger will not physically like rape her or nothing, but he will manipulate we her. We don't know that. Nah, I we don't, don't know so. that. I don't think so. We don't know that yet. I don't believe that. Well And he's a sleaze, but I don't believe he'd do that. Well, we'll see. Hopefully not. Uh, she says, I feel like this was Littlefinger's plan all along to get Sansa to himself. When she refused to leave with him in King's Landing, he moved and schemed to end her engagement to Loras, get her separated from Tyrion, and get her to the Vale. Yep. Damn. Taj. Thank you, Taj, for that email. Oh, Taj, you know what? I think you might be on to something. I think I think you might be right from way back when. From way back when. When she refused to go with him on that boat. Because Ross had said he bought two feather beds. Yep. I think he starts scheming that shit then. Yeah. And uh, from that one episode where Lysa was, you know, yanking on her hands, mm-hmm. he done brought all these crates of lemons because he knows she likes lemon cake. Yeah. So he's doing a lot of shit just because Sansa likes yep. it. Yeah. You know. And um, <clears throat> Lysa peeped that shit out. Yes, she did. They're all jealous ass. Well, I think he formulated in his mind. To Obviously, he had that shit formulated for a while. Right. I think regardless of whether Liza would have been that completely batshit jealous or not, I think the plan was to kill her anyway. Once they got married and stuff, and uh, because uh, of the way they do inheritance rights and stuff. Yeah, that could be. So, you know. That could be. <clears throat> so now he'll be the Lord of the Veil. Yes, he is. Okay, our next email is from... Julia. Hey, Julia. Hi, sisters and Sister Speak family. I've been listening to your Game of Thrones and Walking Dead podcast for a few months now, and this is my <coughs> excuse me, my first time writing in. Oh, cool. Welcome to the Welcome, family. Julia. Thank you for putting on such a great show. It always makes me laugh, and I love hearing everyone's feedback and theories about the story's progression. Just a couple of thoughts on last night's, well, last week's great episode. <laughs> We know, we know what she means. Yeah. Uh, great episode. <laughs> Brienne is so effing awesome. Yep. And it was nice to see her being relaxed and funny with Pod. I know. That was I had cute. to give her a circle snap <clears throat> when she looked at Pod and said, um, you were saying? <laughs> I love that she has risen above the taunts and daggers she has been subjected to as a misfit in Westeros society and become a strong person who understands the true meaning of honor. <clears throat> yep. In a perfect Westeros, she would be commander of the King's Guard or Queen's Guard if Danny manages to claim the Iron Throne. Yep. Yeah, could be. <clears throat> I do like Brienne. I do too. A lot. Even though I've read the books and know and knew what was coming, it still made me gasp to see Littlefinger push Lysa out the moon door. The man is treacherous and creepy, even more so after kissing Sansa. Yeah. And I certainly do not root for him. 
But when he told Liza he only ever loved Catelyn and her smile faded, I couldn't help but think, boop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What a terrible way to die, falling to the rocks below. I wouldn't wish that on anybody besides Ramsey Snow. (laughs) Uh, No, he needs to be tortured. (sighs) Although he might like the torture, so. He needs to be flayed. I did feel a bit bad for her, but since she was going to harm Sansa, I agree she needed to go. She had to go. I guess now Robin is going to have to start eating solid food. That's all for now, ladies. Trying to keep it short. <laughs> Valar Morgolis, Julia. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, Julia. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious, Julia. He oh, is yeah. going to be upset. He's he going to be upset because his his meal ticket is gone. Gown. Gown. Oh, Lord. Okay, our next email is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hi, Sister J and Sister K, and all the great fans of this podcast. A special shout out to Tim. I love his emails and, excuse me, and voicemails. <clears throat> On with the show. Shocking again. Littlefinger throwing what's her face out of the moon door. <laughs> wow. I guess now Robin will starve to death. <laughs> I hate saying that. I do not understand how Peter taking over the veil will maneuver. From that point, he is not in alliance with anyone other than the Queen of Thorns, as far as we know. Hmm. I now love Oberyn. I knew I knew he would champion Tyrion, as all Oberyn talked about was he wanted revenge on Gregor Clegane, and poor little Tyrion has no one else. <coughs> Excuse me. That's we, a good point. We have not seen Oberyn fight yet, but hoping he has some ninja skills up his sleeve to fight a 400-pound 6'9 mountain. I hope this so. is going to be very interesting. I hope so. I wonder how much he does weigh. Because mm. he doesn't have no fat on him. No. That was just lean ass muscle. I thought they spent a lot of time talking about the hound's bite mark and not cleaning it. There is nothing more foul than a human bite. Much worse than an animal bite as humans have so much more bacteria that multiplies rapidly. Uh, dogs eat their own poop. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Like raw meat. They don't be cooking that shit. <laughs> I wonder if this is going to make him seriously ill. I love Arya's storyline. She is wonderful. Did you see how she killed that man? No thought whatsoever. Yeah. A cold-blooded <coughs> killer. I just love her. My kind of girl. Not much to say about Danny. How hum. Cannot believe she slept with the new Daria. I know. Now, if it was Bucky... Uh, now, if it was Bucky, I could have really enjoyed that scene. <laughs> this new guy's ass did nothing for me. <laughs> Thank you! Bunny. Thank, Thank you, Bunny. <laughs> Keep well, sisters. Till next week, as always, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny, Thank you, Bunny. for that hilarious email. <laughs> I'm with you. If it was Bucky, now I would have yeah. been nice to Yeah, see. that would have been better. But he would at least have some swag. Something. Yeah. You would think. <laughs> Thank you, Bunny. Okay, our next email is from Judy. Hey, Judy. Hello, sisters and the Sister Speak family. Just watched another great episode of Game of Thrones. I have never hated Cersei more than after watching this episode. <laughs> she needs to die. <clears throat> like a lot. In contrast, I've never loved Tyrion and Prince Oberyn more. I know. That story he told Tyrion was so sad. When he said there was no monster, just a baby... 
And Tyrion looked as if he were on the verge of tears. I know. I know. Now he has his champion, and I couldn't be more excited. When Peter Baelish kissed Sansa, I almost vomited. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think hurt Lysa more? Hitting the ground or Baelish telling her he's only loved one woman, her sister? This is such a great season of Dim Thrones. (laughs) This is going to be two long weeks. Judy. Thank you, Judy, for that email. And Judy, I think what hurt Liza more was him saying he only loved her sister sister all this time. Yep. Yeah. I think that hurt more than her body smashing on the rocks. Yeah. I wonder if you die in midair before you hit the ground. No. You die from the... I mean, that's a lot of force probably on your body, your neck. No. You die from the trauma, and the trauma occurs when you hit something solid. I would be traumatized falling. Well, you'd be screaming and hollering, but you die from trauma, and the trauma doesn't happen until you hit something solid. Well, <clears throat> air is not solid, so. Yeah. That's a long way to fall, Jack. And even though it happens quick, but you got a long time to think about that's my, shit. That's I'm the not, thing. I'm going to be hitting the ground. You're thinking about it the whole way down. The whole way down. Oh, that's awful. Yep. Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Judy. Okay, our next email is not signed, so we will just go ahead and read it with an anonymous, we don't know who it's from. Well, um, damn. Hello, sisters and fellow listeners. I am sorry that my email about episode, episode five was late. I would have I would like to say that I meant that Littlefinger was a puppet master, not postmaster. I could vi- envision the sister saying, what the fuck? <laughs> it, this is extremely ironic since I work in the postal service. Maybe mm. it was the damn autocorrect, but my finger's making a Freudian type and slip. Mm. Anyways, this was another great episode, although this season they have all been good. Well, I guess we need to go back to season five or episode five to see what each. What your name was on yeah, your email. Yeah, I, you I, have no, I haven't a clue who this is. <laughs> no. I was extremely happy that the um, happy that Liza was the one to go through the moon door, especially after threatening Sansa. Poor Sansa was probably more happy than shocked that Littlefinger threw Liza through the door. I think so. Ding dong, the crazy auntie's dead. In the next instant, she must have thought, oh shit, now I'm stuck with Littlefinger. Now what? Did you, did you hear the collective boop from the sister community when Littlefinger pushed Lysa? I did. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. That's what I was doing. Boop. I was so happy that Tyrion got a champion. He was so relieved. I know it's his character, but I hate Bronn for betraying Tyrion, even though he accepted it. I think we all now know that he never put Shay on that ship. That's right. I didn't see it that way. He got paid. I've seen it like... No. I told you. I, uh, thank you, whoever this is, writing this shit. <laughs> whoever, whoever the fuck you are, writing this, <laughs> writing this nameless shit. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I don't think he even put her ever on there. I think he was intercepted on the way, and they got some money. Oh. Anyway. Um, they say, <clears throat> the new Dario is not so bad. I think he is a better actor, but not as pretty as the previous actor. Mm. <clears throat> I don't think he's. A I don't actor. think he's a better actor either. He is currently on Ophram Black and has more to do with that role. Well, that's all for now. Bye, ladies. J and K. 
and they're not signed it. So. Okay, well, whoever the fuck you are, thank you. For, <laughs> Damn, Sister Jay. Thank you for this email. And I don't agree with the Dio comment at no. all. Just because he's in Orphan Black, everybody ain't good in everything. And he well, is not good in this. I haven't seen the new season of Orphan Black yet, but just knowing that he's in it, I'm kind of like, ugh. Well, I don't watch Orphan Black, but I'm with you, Sister Kay. Now that I know that he's in it, I probably won't make as he Big is effort. on Nashville, which I'm finally getting caught up on. Mm. And in the scenes he's in, I'm like, ugh. Mm. Now I gotta see him on two shows. Uh-uh. No, not for me. Thank you, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next email is <clears throat> is damn y'all. What's with not signing your damn emails? Oh, well, you know, you need to quit reading the ones that ain't got no signature. No, we're going to read it. Hello, yeah. sisters. I remember when you said you didn't understand why some people thought Littlefinger was hot. Neither did I. Up until this last episode, he reminded me of Gary Oldman in The Fifth Element. Now I have changed my mind. The scene when he pushed Liza through the moon door was the most cold-blooded breakup in television history. I replayed that scene three times just to bask in the vicious satisfaction on his face. Mm. <clears throat> Littlefinger is hot now. Mm. One question: Was Sansa into that kiss? And that's all they. That's all they wrote. Well, now I now know why they didn't sign this email because now they talk about Littlefinger's hot. Well, whoever the fuck you are, too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I said. Sansa. Did not push him away immediately. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. So, you know, hey. Maybe but, she liked the But uh, there is nothing hot about Littlefinger. No. Nothing. He's not ugly. No, I'm not saying he's, he's ugly, ugly. But he's creepy. He's creepy, He's though. creepy. In this, in, this, in this instance, he's creepy. Mm. I mean, I liked Littlefinger in the first season or so. Because he was, you know, sly. And he knew how to weasel and shit. Now I like him because he orchestrated Joffrey's murder. Well, I like the character, but he's sleazy. Yeah, he is. You know, but he is a very cunning character. Yep, he's very And that, that you have to appreciate. Yep. All right. Love it. Okay. Um, next email is from Manny. Why, well, thank you, Manny, for signing your name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's with these people? Hey, ladies. I think there are only two people eligible to receive a letter from Tywin, either Jorah Mormont saying, look, either get with the program or get got. Or, I think the better person would be Sir Barristan Selmy to let him know about Jorah being a plant. Oh! That Manny, could, that's excellent! That could be. I didn't even think of that. That would actually be even better. That would be something because that would that's going to cause dissension. Yep. Oh, <clears throat> Manny, that's good. I didn't I, even think of that. He says, "I first thought it could have been to Dario, but he's too unpredictable." And Tywin's goal, I think, would be to cause discourse among Daenerys's camp. Yeah. <clears throat> to buy himself some time to really formulate, or better yet, even finalize his real plans for her. Yeah. And then he has a P.S. Um. I forgot to mention one thing. Did anyone else have a sudden flashback to 300 when Lysa was pushed out of the moon door? I was Yes. Sick. Yes. <clears throat> I never watched that movie. Oh, yeah. They got the same, uh, this little moon, moon pit thing. Okay. Yeah. 
I was secretly hoping Littlefinger would have chest kicked her instead and yelled, <laughs> I am Sparta! Woo! Woo! Oh, Lord. And uh, Manny Marnie. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank Manny, you Manny, for that email. And you know what? I did think back to the 300, too. I, I like that show. I didn't. I never saw that movie. Yeah, it's very, very good. So, to go check it out. Yeah, but, that I never thought about who Tywin was. Dang, Manny, that is excellent, excellent idea. Ooh, I bet that's true. I bet the I, ooh, I bet he's doing that because that was right after they was talking about yep her her and her expert advisors. She's right. got two of them. And so, ooh, Lord, I wonder. we'll have to see how oh, that plays man. out. Man, mm-hmm. Lord. Okay, our next email is from Valerie. Hey, Valerie. Hey, sisters. I'm a longtime listener, and this is my first time writing in. Oh, yay! Welcome since, to the family. Since 2009, True Blood, The Walking Dead Thrones. I love your podcast, and it makes my week when I see a new one has been posted. Yay. Wow, what an episode. The scene between Tyrion and Oberyn was so moving. Yes. Damn, we all knew Cersei hated her brother, but to be that hateful towards a little baby? I know. What the fuck? That bitch needs to die. Ooh, she need to be tortured. <clears throat> Watching Tyrion's face as he listened to that story broke my heart. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yep. Sister Kay, I think you mentioned on one of the podcasts a while back that you were watching Orphan Black. Well, did you know that the new Dario is also Cal on Orphan Black Season 2? I had to look it up to make sure my eyes weren't playing tricks on me. I like him on Orphan Black, but bring back the old Dario. Yep. <clears throat> Now, does he have all that facial hair on Orphan Black? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, sisters, for all the great podcasting. Looking forward to your feedback on this episode. Valerie, a.k.a. Val M. SoCal. Oh, thank you, thank Valerie. You, Val. There's a lot of y'all in Southern California. Yeah, a whole bunch of y'all. I bet you the weather <clears throat> is nice. Mm. Well, Sister K, uh, uh, you're watching Orphan Black, right? Well... I've watched season one. I need. To, I I haven't watched season two yet. So is he not on season one? No. Oh, he wasn't. Oh, okay. At least not that I saw. Okay. No, there was another cute guy on season one. Mm-hmm. So okay. is the other cute guy still there? I can't remember his name now. Hmm. Paul, the boyfriend. Anyway, anyway, y'all let me know. I don't think I'll be watching Orphan, Orphan Black. Orphan Black is good. Yeah, I don't think so. It's really good, y'all, if y'all haven't watched it. I have. And it's on mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, I think. Okay. It's Amazon Prime. Okay, our next piece of feedback is um, from, let's see, Alex. Hey, Alex. Hello, sisters. My name is Alex. I've only been listening to you guys for about three weeks or so, but I really enjoy you guys. Oh, welcome to the family, Alex. I've never heard another podcast dedicated enough to read everyone's feedback each week. If it were me, I'd read two or three and throw up (laughs) boosters. Oh, that's my body. Deuces. Oh, glad you aren't me. I just want to say, though, I've heard a lot of people's feedback throwing shade at Littlefinger. Littlefinger is my favorite character. Oh, my God. He's a good character, though. He He is is. a a character. Basically, there wouldn't be a Game of Thrones for us to watch in the first place if Lord Baelish wasn't in the picture. (laughs) However, between killing lives of this episode and Joffrey on episode two and saving Sansa, I can't understand why he isn't getting a little more love. (laughs) I'm not delusional. He's a dirty bastard. I'll give you that. 
But when that type of character is played so well, you just can't knock a player's hustle. <laughs> now, you're right on that well, one. now you got a point, Alex. You got a point. And if it, if I had a choice between Lysa's crazy behind with the Grinch who stole Christmas face and Sansa. Lysa would have been flying out the moon door two weeks ago. <laughs> this was possibly my favorite episode of the season. When I heard the sudden bass in Littlefinger's voice when he walked in on Lysa, well, being crazy as Lysa, I said to the TV screen, yes, it's time for her to go. <laughs> She's ready, Peter, and we're ready. <laughs> and I knew the mountain would be it would be the champion. A little after the last episode, I just figured with the hound gone, Jamie with one hand, the mountain is the baddest dude the Lannisters got. And Cersei would most certainly call him to seal the deal on Tyrion. Yeah. <clears throat> and if the mountain is fighting, Oberyn's fighting too. Laugh out loud. Oberyn better win or else I'll be very upset with the show. I know that's right. I know. He if better he win. Don't win First of all, I'll lose Tyrion, who's been my favorite character for all four seasons. But then I'll also lose Oberyn, who I'm liking I know. the most this season. I you know. know. Um, George Martin, you got two weeks to rewrite this damn fight if Oberyn, <laughs> loses, if Oberyn loses in the books. And you better rewrite it. And you better rewrite it. If he does win, then yay. <laughs> I know that's right. Woo! Keep on rocking, Sister J and K. Alex, <clears throat> P.S. I saw this video on YouTube about a Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial with a Game of Thrones theme, and it was absolutely hilarious. And he sends us the link to that oh, okay, commercial. Cool. So we'll watch that later, Alex. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Okay, our next email is from Katie Blue Eyes. Ooh, hey, Katie. Dear sisters, this was one of my favorite Game of Thrones episodes. Two comments. Am I the only one who was wondering why Tyrion never confronted Bronn about Shay? The last time Tyrion spoke with Bronn, the sellsword was assuring him that she had, take, she had been taken away to safety on a ship. It's hard for me to believe that Tyrion was so upset about Shay testifying against him that he demanded a trial by combat, but he, that he didn't ask Bronn about why she was still in King's Landing in the first place. No, I don't think so. Well, I took it like... He, he already knows knew. his family got her off that ship. Yeah, he already knew now, that Bronn took money. Most of y'all think that Bronn gave her to Ter- to Tywin. I still don't think that he gave her to Tywin. I think they went and got her off the ship. I don't believe that. I believe that he was probably accosted or something on the way to the ship. I don't even think they made it to the ship. See, I, and I don't think he would lie to Tyrion about that on that day. But anyway... No. Anyway, number two, we'll never know. He hasn't lied to him yet. Yeah, but he told him the truth about you know, hey, somebody give me right. more money. I'm gonna. But get back you. to number one, I think it makes perfect sense that sh- that uh, Tyrion did not specifically ask Bronn that question because he knows Bronn. Well, and he wanted Bronn to fight for him, and he wasn't exactly. Gonna, I don't think he would have started an argument. Let's exactly, say, if he was wanting him to fight for him, but I still think it's because. He didn't think that Bronn sold him out on well, that one. Well, who knows? We don't Number know. two. The scene between Oberyn and Tyrion excuse me, was wonderfully acted. Peter Dinklage's facial expressions and reactions during Oberyn's story about the first time he saw baby Tyrion deserved an Emmy. I know. He brought tears to my eyes. Mm-hmm. And the monster baby story told by my sexy Latino prince I know. was so well acted too. 
especially when Oberyn related his childhood disappointment in finding out that Infant Tyrion was just a baby, just a baby. and not a freak with claws and a tail. Keep up all the good work, ladies. Love your podcast. Katie Blue Eyes from Tampa, Florida. Thank you, Katie, for <laughs> Thank that you, wonderful Katie. email. And I agree with you. I mean, you know, Peter Dinklage is really, really good, and that was a very emotional scene. But I agree. Uh, the actor playing Prince Oberyn, though, in my opinion, he, he equally needs an award. He, he did that so he did. well. I was just mesmerized by the way he was telling the story. Yes. And just his, um, his facial expressions. His mannerisms. And, and, and everything. You know, it was just awesome. I agree. Yeah, it I was agree. really good. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. <clears throat> okay, our next email is from Lainey. Hey, Lainey. Hi, sisters. What an episode. I figure you've received lots of comments about the great parts, so I'll limit mine to a color purple reference. <laughs> Melisandre to Stannis' wife. Fetch me my bubbling oil. <laughs> <laughs> Love y'all. Laney from the ATL. <laughs> thank, thank you, lady. That's thank you, right. Miss Shug said to Seeley. Fetch my bubbly noise. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. <sighs> okay, our next email is from Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Uh, what an episode. First, I have to call out Robert from the Bay. His voicemail sounded a bit spoilish, and it ended up being the case. <laughs> I, did, ooh, I didn't need to know that the mount was going to be in the next episode. Of course, knowing that it's easier to guess what is going to happen. <laughs> that's a read. Uh-oh. Reading you read. See, that's the thing, Gabriel. We don't know when it's a spoiler. People just say, I think this is going to happen. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know if it's a spoiler. Because we don't read the books. No. Robert said he wasn't spoiled. He didn't read the book either. So Yeah, he said he wasn't a spoiler. So, so. you know. Uh, speaking of the mountain... GOT did it again. They took an actor who does not look at all like the former one. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's not even close. Oh, the mountain wasn't the same mountain? It looked like the same mountain to me. Except he was clean shaven, though. He was clean shaven. The other mountain did have a beard, didn't he? Well, true, but I mean, you know. (laughs) You know what? I didn't notice that. I just assumed it was the same actor. I'm going to go look that up after the podcast. Okay. My bad then. It says... It's not any even close. How many times are they going to do that? I was asking myself, looking at that dude, if we are supposed to believe that there was steroids back then, that <laughs> that guy is clearly full of it. Overall, there were some great scenes, but I'll comment on the last ones. Apparently, Sansa wants the D, and she is going to get it. She did not reject the kiss at all. Thank you. Little Littlefinger saying, I can be your father. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Thank you for pointing that out, Gabriel. Worst pickup line ever, alert. She looked a little surprised by the kiss, but it lasted a long time. Mm-hmm. When I saw Lysa in the background, I was going crazy. <laughs> I know. I know. She just knew some shit was going to Ooh, some shit was kicking off. The last scene was incredible. When you realize the moon door is open, you know some shit is going down. I know. It's Game of Thrones. One way or the other, someone was going to fly. I know. <laughs> I know that's right. And by the way, how silly can you be, Sansa? If I see my crazy aunt, who has already had weird and extreme reactions against me, ask 
wants me to come near a death gate, exactly. You better believe I'll keep my distance. Hey, that's what we said. Yep. Why would you walk over there? I'm not gonna lie. I was hoping for her death, but it was clear she wasn't gonna die just yet. So I guess we all saw what was coming. Oh, he meant Sansa. Gabriel. Oh, you Gabriel. That's me. Now I'm curious to see how Littlefinger is gonna explain it. Keep up the great work. Huge fan from Belgium, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel, Thank you, for Gabriel. that wonderful email. Uh, I like Sansa. I do, too. Now, you have to talk mess on Sansa. I have, because she has been real pitiful yeah. the last couple seasons. But, you know, I think she's kind of learning. He has a good point. How is Littlefinger going to explain this shit? Because That's going to be good. And how is Sansa? Now, we saw from, I don't want to talk about previews, but... There's a little hint about something about that in the preview. That's true. But so I'm still curious though about how they explain it. Is she gonna be in cahoots with Littlefinger or is she gonna be telling the truth about Littlefinger? This is my personal opinion. I think she will, if you want to use the word cahoots, I think she will be in cahoots with Littlefinger with whatever explanation he gives that 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 he gives or they're going to come up with because simply because he told her when she asked why did you really kill joffrey right and 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 when he told her that explanation she kind of smiled a little bit yeah that was satisfying to her i think she's smart enough also to know that if she tells the truth yeah he killed her he didn't have to but he did that's it. She don't have nobody else that's protecting her. Mm-hmm. She don't have nobody else looking out for her at this point. Everybody that she knows is gone. Is gone. As far as she knows. And her family is gone. Exactly. And so she better make sure his ass don't end up in jail, beheaded, out the moon door flying or whatever. I don't even, because think, she's she, thinking, I don't even think she's thinking about that. I think she will do it out of loyalty to him because he killed the one person that she really despised. Joffrey. Joffrey's the one that killed her father. Yep. Joffrey's the one that made her life miserable. Yep. Joffrey, Joffrey, Joffrey. Yep. So, and he killed Joffrey. Joffrey. And I think she will she will be aligned with him as long as he ain't too crazy. And the reason that and the whole reason that she saw that he pushed Liza is number one, he loved my mama. And number two, <laughs> she was gonna hurt me. Oh, she was gonna hurt him. So uh, her, she yeah. was definitely gonna. Hurt so her. I think Santa's gonna be aligned with him. Uh, yeah, I think so too. And she might end up be, uh, uh, learning how to be just as cunning as his ass. Yep, she needs learn something. Maybe better, he gonna groom her. She better learn something. Anyway, thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. Okay, our next email is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hello, Sister K and Sister J. It's me, Joseph, from Las Vegas, or temporarily, Joseph from the Philippines. I'm sending my feedback 7,000 plus miles away than than originally where I've always been. Wow. reason I am even writing this in is so that it doesn't take away... Sorry. The reason I am even writing this intro is that so it doesn't take away from my precious two minutes... From my, making my voicemail feedback. <laughs> and that Sister J would not read me. <laughs> However, I did get all giddy when Sister J really liked and appreciated my voicemail from last week. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Aww. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> he likes that little bitty piece of praise you gave me. Hope you guys enjoy my voicemail feedback. 
All right. P.S. Please excuse any background noise that was made while I was recording. This may include some roosters, cock-a-doodle doing, cars honking, and possibly my family being loud. Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got okay, to hear it is. Let's hear this. Hello, sisters. It's me, Joseph. Temporarily in the Philippines, like I had said and mentioned in my email. Um, but yeah, let's all get on to Game of Thrones. I really, really enjoyed this episode of Game of Thrones. Typically, the episode, you know, in the really uh, recent episodes of the series, I did not enjoy the episodes where we would see at least five to ten minutes of each location and character build up. But now, since we have gone pretty far in the series so far, um, I really, I really, really enjoyed it. You know, we went all the way from seeing Cersei getting her champion for Tyrion's um, cha- um, battle, and from seeing the kidney pie conversation all the way down to Prince Oberyn um, volunteering for Tyrion, which was really, really cool. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed seeing. Um, Arya's friend, the one who made the, the kidney pies, when he started babbling on how pies um, aren't pies without gravy, I was cracking up and seeing um, Brienne's face was like, oh, it was really hilarious. And then hearing the story about the hound and how he got his like face all messed up, he kind of had seen, kind of remind me of Daryl from the recent season of Walking Dead, and I know Sister J won't agree with that, but probably Sister K. And, um, yeah, hearing about Prince Oberyn's story to Tyrion when Tyrion was a baby and how Cersei blamed him for their mother's death. And it was just so sad seeing Tyrion cry and, you know, and but then it all made it all better when Prince Oberyn decided to fight for him in the end. So I can't wait to see that. And so, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you, Joseph, for that uh, email and uh, and voicemail. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you, Joseph. The voicemail and uh, I didn't hear no rooster. I didn't either. But anyway, and you are certainly correct, Joseph. Now I don't agree with your assessment that the hound reminded you of Daryl and his story. Uh-uh. Well, it did because he was talking about brothers. They both were talking about their brothers. I didn't think of Daryl at all. Well, I didn't either. But. No. <laughs> Daryl was talking about his brother. The hand was talking about his brother. Mm. Anyway, thank you, Joseph. Have fun in the Philippines. Thank you, Joseph. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Jason. Hey, Jason. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. Or as I like to call you, Sister Olena and Sister Marjorie. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Dad, that's right, baby. <laughs> And we know who we know who Sister Olena is. Woo! Yes, ma'am. Sister K, you're like Marjorie because you're sympathetic and level-headed. <laughs> oh yeah, right. And Sister J, you're like Lady Olena because you old school and wise. That's right, baby. Like when you taught Sister K about corn growing in Georgia and shit. <laughs> oh no, you didn't, Jason. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, sir. She didn't teach me about corn and Georgia. Plus, out of the two of you, you would be most likely to poison someone's ass. Uh-huh. Yeah, I probably would. Sister is mean. I, no, I'm not mean. It's just that, hey, 
I'm Scorpio. I'm trying to napalm people and shit. <laughs> now, on to the show. I tell you, sisters, I ain't feeling this new Dario. Uh-uh. We either. We ain't either. Daenerys' storyline has turned into a boar fest since new Dario's ass showed up. I think so, too. He is so bland. Even Oberyn wouldn't tap that ass. And he would tap just about anything, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Speaking of Oberyn, he is one slick cat. He steals every scene he's in. He does. He does. That scene with Tyrion was very well done. Can't wait to see him fight the mountain. I know. That crazy bitch Aunt Lysa had to go. I have only ever wo- loved one woman. Yo sister. Boop. <laughs> see ya bitch. Littlefinger should throw that little shit Robin down that hole too. <laughs> now I don't know about that. Mm. He, if he doesn't, Santa will have to get a chastity bra. Cause you know that boy will be. <laughs> Cause you know that boy will be coming for some milk. Ladies, later, sisters, Jason in Canada. Oh, thank you, Jason, thank you, Jason. for that funny email. <laughs> <laughs> a chastity bra. Oh, that's hilarious. But you know what? Hey, they're going to have to do something. What are they going to do with him? Well, he needs to be taught. The, 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 it's not his fault that he's spoiled. Her ass has spoiled his ass. His that's butt. true. That's true. So they true. can try to teach him. He's still young enough to learn. Yeah, well, we're going to see. We're going to see, though. Yeah, we're going to see. Mm. I don't know, because oh, that's going to be a mess. Mm, that'd be a mess. He is going to be looking for some food. You mm-hmm. know it. Thank you, Jason. Oh, that was funny. Okay, our next email is from Rainbow. Hey, Rainbow. Hey, Rainbow. So far, I'm battling zero with my theories, but here I go anyway. <laughs> First of all, Prince Oberyn's nickname is the Viper because he's familiar with poisons. Mm-hmm. I think that was another reason that Lord Tywin wanted him to be on the jury. Yep. I was brainstorming how he could beat the mountain, and what if he put poison on the tip of his sword or something? Oh, that's good. Oh, idea. that's good. Oh, you know what, Rainbow? Not that. Okay. So he weakens him. So they call him the Viper because of the... The uh, Red Viper. uh, Yeah, because of his knowledge of poisons. That would be... Hey, you know what? Yeah, that's what I'd do. That would be cool. I'd I'd do that. I'd put poison all over the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Sansa slapping Robin was so... Oh, so satisfying. Yep. Don't forget, never give up on the gravy. Love you, (laughs) Bo. And then I think she's also um, sent us a... Another picture. Oh, he is damn cute. That is rainbow. the cutest little baby rainbow. He is the cutest little. He is thing. so cute. Look at his little nose. Aww. Oh, y'all, he is so cute. Eyelashes. How come the boys get all the long eyelashes? I know they do. He got beautiful eyes. Oh, he's cute. That's a beautiful Thank baby. Thank you, Rainbow. Thank you, Rainbow. Okay, our next email is from Paxson. Hey, Paxson. Hey, ladies. Is it just me, or was there something different about Danny? First, she looked a bit younger. Hmm. Felt like they did her makeup, did her makeup to play up the fact that she's supposed to be young. Then it seemed like different writers were writing her scenes, or a different director. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because we've not had um, many chances to see em- Amelia Clark act in a scene where she's not making inspiring speeches and advocating against slavery. Yeah. Bottom line, the scene with Dario seemed a bit off-kilter to me. I think so, too! <clears throat> Did you notice the look that came over Danny's face when Dario dropped trowel? 
Eyelids got all heavy, and I think I saw a bit of drool beginning to form on her lips. Mm. One other thing. Yay, hot pie. <laughs> Cheers to all. Paxson from Pittsburgh. Thank you, Paxson. Thank for you, Paxson. And yeah, I really enjoyed seeing Hot Pie again. I, I like that little that little guy. It. Yeah, I like that little guy. So that was a good scene. And you're right. That scene with Daenerys was weird. It was just not like I didn't like it. Mm-mm. It was boring to me. Yeah, I just no. Well, do what you do best, but take off your clothes. Yeah. I, you know what though, Paxson, I could buy that. I bet, I bet it's different people writing her shit. Mm-hmm. Could be this season or something because, uh, could be. yeah, it's different. Well, they just need to step up what they're gonna do. Yeah, I do mean, something. I normally really like her. And now every season, we somebody's talking about, or every once in a while, we get these like slow lull scenes where nothing really seems to happen with her. And with they, her, and yeah, they pick it up, yeah. So, I hate to write her off, but they need to pick up whatever they're going to do. Yeah, they need to get to it. Yeah. They need to get to it. Yeah. Okay, our next email is from Mr. J. Mr. J. Mr. J. How you doing? Hey, sisters and family. I, too, was curious about how a person would go to the bathroom if they had their business cut off. So I decided to do a little research. Oh, Lord have Thank mercy. You, Mr. J. Oh, Lord have Somebody else who thought like me. Oh, Thank shit. You. Don't encourage her, Mr. J. What I found out was that full castration was typical in ancient Greece for warriors. Also, in turn of the century Russia, the soldiers would carry a horn around like the ones you see people drinking out of in period films. The pointy end would have a hole in it and they would stuff their business in the large end and use the horn as a surrogate penis so they could aim. Hope this sheds some light. All my love, Mr. J. That still doesn't make sense, though. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I hate to be graphic, but if they're castrated... He's saying that they would put the big end of it up against the body so that when they use the bathroom, it actually aims, and the small end would aim. So it's just a hole there? My point is, that doesn't explain what does it look like on their body. Because if you've been castrated and that skin grows, like when you cut yourself, the skin grows back, right? Mm -hmm. Does the skin grow over that? So then how can you then use the bathroom? (laughs) That's what I'm picturing. (laughs) You know what? All all I got to say is that is too (coughs) fucking TMI. Mr. J. Damn. Let's go back to the research. No. Where did you find that information, Mr. J.? Because I need to look it up and figure Don't out what does it actually shit. happen? Because how can there still even be any hole or any oh, hell Lord. parts there? I don't get it. All right. Mm. Somebody got to know. Mm. One of y'all nurses or doctors or somebody tell us how mm. that shit would work. Who okay. Knows? Thank you, Mr. J. <laughs> Lord, that is TMI. I mm. love it. I love that I'm not the only one who thinks about practical shit like that. Oh, that ain't practical. Yes, it is. That's weird. No, it's not. Mm. It's weird that you don't think about it. Mm. Mm. Okay, mm. our next email is from Joy. Hey, Joy. Hey, Joy. Hi, sisters. Who it just keeps getting better and better. I know. Sweet Robin is now going to starve to death. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. Prince Oberyn is going to fight the mountain for Tyrion. My favorite moments were the cell scene with Oberyn and Tyrion. Yeah. The acting by both was fantastic. Yep. Fly, Lysa, fly. Mm-hmm. The cuckoo bananas lady of the veil is no more. Woohoo! Thanks, Joy. 
Thank you, Joy, Thank you, for Joy. that email. Yeah, she gone. She gone. She is gone. A good riddance, too. Yep. She yep. was just way over the top. Too much. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from Crackers. Hey, Crackers. <clears throat> hey, sisters. I took a break from feedback because the only thing shorter than a short-ass email is no-ass email. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, this last episode was everything. I want to lick my TV screen every time Oberyn Martell shows up. I know it. I know that's right. He seems like he seems like they put in. Okay, he seems like the put in work type of dude that'll have a sister hollering like Liza, <laughs> except not fake. Yeah, not fake. I like Tyrion and all, but he's a janky ass friend. <laughs> to ask somebody to die for you. <laughs> I can't be mad at Bron or Jamie for turning him down. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, you got a point. Arya is my favorite character and it scares me. I shouldn't be so happy when a child kills people. <laughs> but I can't help it. I want her to kill everybody on her list, including the Hound, Danny, the Dragons, the Wildings, Ooh. the White Walkers, and all the Unsullied. What? I want the last scene of Game of Thrones to be Arya bloody from head to toe standing on a mountain of bodies. <laughs> Since I got a thing for evil geniuses, Littlefinger is lightweight sexy to me when he's not being pervy with Sansa. Ew. I know. Um, Ew. Him pushing Liza out the window gave me a girl boner. Ew. But he's a cold motherfucker though. Uh-huh. He wanted Liza's last thought to be that he loved her sister. Well, you know, I don't blame him for that because Liza yeah. was... Mad. I don't blame him for that. He was going to kill her anyway. <laughs> and I do like Littlefinger. I just don't think he's sexy. Yeah. yeah. Mm, he's um, creepy. That's all I got for y'all. Take care and I'll holler at y'all in two weeks when Game of Thrones cheats us with yet another short ads episode. <laughs> they think they slick with these 50-minute shows. <laughs> I know! Yeah, yeah. They have been sneaking that shit in. Yeah. They? Where it's, it's over way too well, damn fast. Well, first of all... When it's eight o'clock, they show five minutes of of uh, 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 commercials, commercials shit. for other movies. I know they shit. do that. P.S. <coughs> Excuse me. P.S. Sister J, what did you think of the season finale of Vikings? Okay. Thank you, Crackers. Thank you, for Crackers. That email. And and who Lord? Don't give any spoilers for people who haven't watched it. Oh, hey, if you ain't watched it by now, too bad, too fucking bad. But anyway, that last episode of Vikings Crackers. I loved it. And you know what? I was so happy that Floki did not do what I think he was going to do. Him and Siggy. Because I like those two characters. So, and yeah. Uh, that that king, he had to go. He had to go. So, it was great. It was great. Okay. King Horak. Yeah, he brought his whole family over there, and 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 Lagatha is talking about, ooh, nice to meet you, Shield Maiden. You know, like they trying to make like she's such a big warrior, she gonna be putting on her warrior shit. Yeah, Lagatha got her ass, didn't she? Anyway, I love the Vikings. I can't wait for it to come over again. It's been renewed for a third season. Okay. Ooh, it's gonna be. I've only watched like two. Oh, I love the guy playing Ragnar Lothbrook. He is really good. But that guy, 
the new guy, the the taller grown guy they got playing uh, Bjorn, he is really good. He's a good actor. But I'm just so glad that Floki and Siggy turned out to be loyal to Ragnar. That I was happy. Okay, are we so, done with Viking talk? Yes, but I love the Vikings. Anyway. Well, thank you, Crackers. Thank you, Crackers. Okay, our next email is from Sister Tip Tip. Hey, Sister Tip Tip. Hey, ladies. It's been a while since I've sent in feedback, but I've been enjoying listening to you and the fam the whole way. Cool. <clears throat> Not Now that Liza Aaron is dead, what does this mean for Arya and the Hound's ransom? Now that he knows mm-hmm. there's a bounty on his own head, I see them making their way out of the country. <clears throat> Bravo. Oh, yeah. That would be good. Bravo, so she can finally use that coin and summon Jacken. That'd be great. That, I would love that. But you know what? That is a good thought. Now that he knows that there's a bounty on his head, maybe he will. Just say, let's 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 both go to Bravos. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Imagine the look on Cersei's face when she finds out that her connection to her daughter Oberyn has volunteered to fight <gasps> against her cause. That's a good thing. Yep. Ooh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, lastly, since we're all one big happy family. Happy and loving family, Robert and Cam. I'm sharing sharing some big news. My boyfriend proposed, and we expect to be getting married late next year, sometime after Brother Ray and Miss Jazzy. (laughs) Congratulations, Sister Tip Tip. Congratulations. She She sent us a picture of her ring. Damn. Damn. Nice. Uh, does your intended have a a, a a single daddy or anything? <laughs> a brother, uncle, somebody, a cousin? <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful that's ring. That's a beautiful ring. Beautiful. She says, "No Game of Thrones for Memorial Day weekend, so I guess I'll have to finally finish season six of True Blood later." Fam, sister, tip, tip. Thank you, see, uh, uh, Sister Tip Tip. Thank you, Sister oh, Tip Tip. Oh, that's a beautiful ring. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's beautiful. So she look good get, on you, too. Get married late next year. So that's in 2015. Fif- 15. Yeah. <gasps> oh, congratulations. That's a long ways away. Well, you got to plan shit. I guess you got to plan it, yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you, Sister Tip Tip. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations. That is pretty. That's very pretty. I don't know how you can hold your hand up, girl. <laughs> that thing look heavy. I know that when she when she uh probably when she walks around or talking to people, yeah. she's probably got her hand up like Yeah, she she's waving uh, her left hand around like oh now, and she's probably always holding her chin. Oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know, uh yeah, I'm think I'm going to lunch today. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she can show that ring. That ring is beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Stacy. Hey, Stacy. <clears throat> Hi, sisters. I've been listening to your True Blood and Game of Thrones podcast from the beginning. Yay! Fringe until the almost end. Ha! <laughs> yeah, read her, girl. Read her, Stacy. And you and the Sister Speak family have given me so much joy. I am writing in for the first time, and I promise it won't be long as. Well, congratulations! <laughs> Welcome to the well, glad you're writing in. First of all, I was so excited in the beginning of the episode to see Jack and Hagar. I know that's right, <laughs> Stacey. Yeah, they faked you and Sister Kay out. Sister Kay, I realize a man may be your first husband, 
but a man took my virginity. <laughs> oh, now, wait a minute, Stacey. <laughs> Don't be playing. <laughs> I was so moved by the scene between Oberyn and Tyrion. Do you think Daddy Lannister could have given Cersei the idea to have the mountain as her champion? Yeah. Because he knew Oberyn would be one of the few people who could kill the mountain with such with so much vengeance in his heart? Oh, oh I don't know. Well, that's an interesting theory. That's an interesting. That's an interesting thought. So he could so he, he could call himself giving Oberyn the opportunity that he wanted. And possibly keeping his son alive because Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. That's interesting to that's, think about. That's pretty cool. And that way, both Lannister boys could live to breed, and Tywin honors his deal with Oberyn. Because mm-hmm. he did tell Oberyn he would he would um, help him yep. get his chance to meet the mountain. To meet the mountain. That's what he said. That's, ooh, Stacey. Man, that is yeah, that's pretty good. That's I did, a pretty good theory. I did feel the scene between Tyrion and Bronn was bittersweet as Tyrion held on to his hand. I know. And I remembered that Bronn never actually admitted to watching Shay's ship sail away. Exactly. He told Tyrion she's gone, <coughs> accept it. Yep, on so many levels. Yeah. Oh. So maybe yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I hate to think that about Ron. Why? He's a sellsword. He said, I'll do whatever I need to do for the money. Whoever's going to pay me the most. Uh, well, when Tyrion was asking him, did you see her get on? Did anyone follow you? He said, no. And yes, I have seen her get on the boat. No, he said, nobody followed me. Well, Because I would have I seen him. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah. I was also curious about the physical health of the Unsullied. Sister J, you might want to cover your ears. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> With some Munich research, I found that if both Franken-beans were cut, if a little stump was left, then the man could pee regularly. But if nothing's left, then a quill might be used. In modern-day full penectomies, the surgeon creates a different opening for their urethra, and the man can sit and pee. In all cases, a catheter or old-school splint is put in the urethra to stop it from healing over right after snip snip. See, I was that's right. Because it would heal up and you wouldn't have any <coughs> Thank you, Stacey, for giving us that info. Y'all are too damn literal. What? Dang. You want to know. That's nasty. Like when I was a kid. I don't want to know. Well, well, like when you're a kid and you learn about astronauts and shit, I was like, okay, how do you use the bathroom? Yeah, but that's different. They're not cut. Well, if you're going to tell me there's some fucking unsullied people with their shit cut off, my first thought's going to be, how the fuck do they use the bathroom? That wasn't my first thought. Mm. It was mine. Thank Damn. you, Stacy. Damn. All I can say, she says, all I can say about Peter Baelish, wow. He reminds me of the One Ring, Lord of the Rings poem. <clears throat> little finger to rule them all. Little finger to find them. Little finger to bring them all. And in the darkness, bind them. Mm-hmm. Medium as, maybe? Stacy of Laguna Beach. Thank you, Thank Stacey. you, Stacy. Yeah, that was a medium as email. Yeah, that was that was borderline long as. Medium long but, as. But since it's the first time you write <coughs> in, we we'll, give you some slack. Yeah, we'll cut you but slack. you write in and next week. she told us key information we need to know about. Oh, hell no. That wasn't no key information. That was key. Thank you, Stacy. <laughs> that was nasty. 
So maybe they put something in there. Oh, Lord, to okay. Keep it open after we, they cut it. Okay, we get the visual. <laughs> move on. I know all the guys are cringing. Yeah, cringing move right on. Now. Shit. Okay, our next email is from Tashara. Hey, Tashara. <clears throat> I've given Robin a bit of thought, and if you go back a couple seasons to the last time we were in the Erie, Robin is complaining that he's hungry, and Lassa told him that he couldn't eat yet. He couldn't eat because she couldn't feed him yet. If she's denying him actual food, he'd be severely malnourished and have brain damage because of it. I wonder what's going to happen when he starts eating real food. <laughs> <laughs> Now, okay. I used to work in food service, and believe you me, people can pull the craziest shit you've ever seen when they're hungry. Mm. Give the poor kid a sandwich. (laughs) S-A-S, short and sweet, Tashara. Thank you, Tashara. Thank you, Tashara. You know what, though? Um, I think she only said that because they had a big-ass crowd of people. Yeah, I, I didn't take it like he wasn't getting food food, like solid food. I took it like... He, he, that was just something that, that she never did change. I don't know. All I know is on the subject, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about Joseph, Joseph's email and voicemail. He, on Twitter, sent a link. Oh, yeah. To. We sent in that shit, Joseph. I couldn't even watch all that thing. It was making me vomit. A link to a YouTube video. Well, this damn woman in Great Britain or somewhere. She's in the UK. Was breastfeeding her kids up to the age of fucking like eight, seven or eight. The girl who was breastfeeding, she had two daughters. One was eight, one was five. She uh, was excuse me, bre- one was seven. The one who was seven stopped breastfeeding when she was five. Because the little girl, but every now and then she does. The one who's eight still breastfeeding. Ugh. Oh, that was and nasty. Wait, wait, they showed it. They and this little girl lifted up the woman's shirt, laid across her lap, and was breastfeeding while this woman was being interviewed. Now, how motherfucking nasty is that? It was too nasty. I had to cut the tape off. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was cussing the whole time. Damn, Joseph done sent this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joseph. Ooh, so that shit, I don't know. It looked like it was kind of fuzzy, so I don't know how old the damn thing was. But it was something called... It was modern day. What was it called? The show was called something extreme breastfeeding or... I don't know. Something fucking breastfeeding. It was nasty. Okay? Mm. Please, y'all. Don't the, be breastfeeding don't be, these the, suckers past the age of one. Okay? Or two. If mm. that. Because once... And it was... It was... I mean, y'all, it is really bizarre. She was in, talking to this interviewer about how the girls have names for her breasts and stuff. Oh, I didn't even you see that. You crazy motherfucking woman. Crazy. Shit. Anyway, okay, come on. She ain't the only one. I Ooh, told y'all last time about the chick that I knew. Okay. Anyhow, thank you, Tashara. Okay, our next email is from Willie. Hey, Willie. <coughs> oh, glorious sisters from that dirty D. <laughs> hey, ladies. I'll be damned if this episode didn't have me doing a man cry. I know. Peter Dinklage is the best working actor on the television handstand. Yep. They have billboards all over L.A. for The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones for Emmy consideration. And the one for Game of Thrones is right by my house. And my boy Tyrion's face is right there when I head out in the a.m. Inspiration. Wow. wow. So much I want to talk about, but I'll just say... 
Littlefinger is a whole new level of creep. He is. One minute he's calling Sansa the daughter he would he the only the daughter he could have had, and the next he's trying to make out with her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> oh, and R.I.P. Lysa. Fly, Pelican, fly. <laughs> that's a Scarface quote. <clears throat> Until I can send another raven to you ladies, know that I am forever in your service. Valar Morgolis, y'all. Willie. P.S. I didn't get the gay bodybuilder role, even though I got the callback, which is a really good thing. <clears throat> I'm not big enough to be a bodybuilder, but I did get cast as a cop in a short film the next day. Yay! Yay! Congratulations! Woohoo! Oh, and I hope you feel better, Sister K. Okay, Sister J, I swear that's all I meant. Swear. <laughs> got me all nervous, like I gotta go get the switch off my own tree from my own ass. <laughs> And then he had a really quick other one, P.S. How the fuck did Dario's smarmy ass get to bed with Khaleesi? Thank you. I got up to refill my drink and didn't even pause it when they put his ass on screen. (laughs) 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 I wish when he snuck into her chambers, Drogon would have met him out the window like a good guard dragon. Enough said. Thank you. Willie. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. And congratulations on yes. getting that role. Because every role helps. Every role helps. It, it builds to the next. That so, is so congratulations. Well, when, when you get done filming and the movie comes out, you have to tell us what it is. Yeah. So we can go look for you. Yeah. <clears throat> I still ain't found no old ass Walker, Texas Ranger episodes. Well, they're hard to find. They're hard, very hard to find. You know, that's mm-hmm. an old show. Well, how old is that show? 80s? 80s? I know. Was it the 80s? 90s, maybe? Huh. Elf, I know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. All right. Our next, (coughs) excuse me, our next email uh, is from BJ. Hey, BJ. Hello, Sister J and Sister K and the Sister Speak family. This is BJ from LA. Yeah. First of all, good catch from one of the listeners on the Oberyn versus the Mountain. Never saw that coming, but really made sense. Yeah. I heard this is the third actor playing the mountain, but no complaint here because this guy really feels like a mountain. He does. See, and I didn't even notice. I just assumed he was the same guy. Yeah, just shaven. I knew the other one was, um, was, uh, had a mustache and beard and stuff. Uh huh. I think. Maybe I'm getting confused too. I just thought it was the same person. I mean, it's not like we see the mountain all the, all time, the time anyway. Yeah. All the Tyrion scenes were amazing, and his performance along with the trial speech. Should at least give him an Emmy nomination. Yes. <clears throat> when I saw the Danny scenes, all I can think about is how the ladies in the Sister Speak community wishes it was Bucky's ass on the screen. Oh, Laugh yeah. out loud. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Now, Bucky. That would have been all right. I would have, you know, played it in slow-mo or something. <laughs> <laughs> the best part here was the next morning when Jorah's heart was crushed as he saw Dario leaving. I know. I know. But he needs to know. She don't want you. To yeah. You too old. Is he on your list? No, he can't be. I don't know his name. What is your name? Thank you. Stab, stab. And that is why <laughs> Arya is my favorite character. <laughs> I know. I love that. Yeah. Peter with the best pickup. <coughs> excuse me. Best pickup line ever. I love your mama. You could have been my child. Kiss. What the fuck? <laughs> Peter to Lysa, I only love one person in my whole life. 
your sister as he kicked Liza flying through the moon door. The only thing missing here is Peter screaming Sparta as he kicks Liza out. See, he's the second person to yes. say that. <laughs> Thank you, sisters. P.S. Podrick's last name is Payne, and he yeah. is the nephew, nephew nephew of the executioner of Ned. Love to see Hot Pie again. Yeah. Thank you, BJ. Thank you, BJ, for that email. Yeah, now, Ellen Payne is, is his uncle then. Yeah. And, and he was on Arya's list. Isn't yep. he dead, though? No, that fool's still there. Mm-hmm. He was there. The last time we seen him, I think, was um, the Blackwater, though. See, no, I, I thought he got killed. Him. No, we've seen him since then. Oh. oh, his ass wasn't out there fighting. No, 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 no. But I thought he got killed in some, no, some other He's time. still there. Okay, anyway. <clears throat> okay, our next email is from Zombie Mom. Hey, Zombie Mom. Hey, sisters. Did you see that awesome decanter Danny used to pour her wine? Yes, very that nice. was very nice. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, it was very pretty. It was awkward. It looked like it was awkward to pick up. No, it looked like it looked like a a triangle, or a something. glass uh, with dimples in it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. little dimple things in it. Once I thought it was pretty. <clears throat> Once again, Prince Oberyn and Tyrion stole the show. Yep, tis rare to meet a Lannister who shares my enthusiasm for dead, dead Lannisters. Lannisters. <laughs> Best line ever. When Prince Oberyn told Tyrion he would be his champion, I had a Rick and Daryl flashback that made me warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> Rick and Daryl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I can agree with that one. Cersei has always been a cruel bitch. Poor Tyrion. Mm-hmm. If Sansa Stark is smart, she will marry Lord Baelish. That man will do anything for her. Yep, Since, that's true. Now, that is true. Since he f- flew the queen... <clears throat> what does that make him now? Is he king? Thanks, ladies, for reading all of our comments and emails. We love you for it. Zombie Mom from Mesquite. Thank you, Zombie Mom. Thank you, Zombie Mom. And you know what? I think, I'm not sure, though, but I think because they were married that he's the Lord of the Vale now. The Lord. Because she's not a queen. No. She's, she's just the Lady of the Vale. The Lady of the Vale. Yeah. The, uh, the ruler, and that's what they call yeah. her. But, but... Because she was married. Is she the queen of the Vale? Well, because she she married him, he's now Lord of the Vale. She might be Queen of the Vale, too. Well, but she ain't no more. <laughs> she ain't shit no more. She ain't nothing now. Yeah. But he is Lord of the Vale yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how long that lasts, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hi, sisters and family. I kind of hope Tyrion wouldn't ask Jamie to risk his life. Jamie, aka the only person in Westeros that gives a shit about Tyrion. Yeah. Ron didn't surprise me, but Oberyn did. Yeah. I just didn't think he'd make it. I just don't think he'll make it through the battle. Oh, I hope so. <clears throat> I mean, damn, they better not kill him all. Damn, he just got here. I know. They've done that before, though. Yeah. One of the prisoners who was locked up with Jack and just pops up and tries to kill the Hound. Isn't this an interesting coincidence? There's probably all kinds of people trying to get that bounty. Yep. But the first guy to try just happens to have shared some screen time <laughs> with my jacket. Mm. Okay, now. <laughs> oh, of us. Okay, now. After jacking. Oh, Sister Kay love that. Mm. Can those... Oh, no. Jacking's mine, y'all. <laughs> Can those old dudes at Castle Black just get bit? Thank you. Aside from the little journey to Craster's, 
All of Jon Snow's scenes have been the same. Yep. I'm so bored with this shit. Bored. They'll get attacked, Jon will say. I'll t- I told you so. It's end of season. Yep. Yep. You know what would have made Danny scene better? Bucky. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the second that little shit Robin came outside, I knew he was going to jack up Sansa Snowy Winterfell. <laughs> So glad glad she smacked the shit out of that kid. Mm, I don't know what to think about Littlefinger anymore. (laughs) One minute I'm thinking he's a nasty old creep. The next minute I'm thanking him for shoving Aunt Crazy out the moon door. (laughs) Next time I'll be cussing at him for making us watch Robin starve to death. Now that mama's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like we'll be taking a week off. So see everyone in June. Take care, Aaron. Thank, Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens now. With this. With a, a Baelish and Sansa. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be interesting to see. Okay, our next email is from Tams. Hey, Tams. <clears throat> so that's like T4. Yep. Tams. Hey, sisters. I will make this very short and will repeat myself. I love Oberyn. Yep. I think I love him more than cake. He's still <laughs> he's, more than cake. He's still not quite cookie status, but still damn good. <laughs> he's just so human and smart as hell. He is. I tried to hold back my tears when he retells Tyrion about meeting him as a baby. I know. Even as a child, he knew when Cersei was fucked up in the head. Excuse yep. me, he knew then that Cersei was fucked up in the head. Yep. <clears throat> and knew she was trying to play home. My baby is no fool. Yep. But as I thought about the story, I realized Jamie has been protecting Tyrion his whole life. His whole life. Deep down, he knew Cersei was a vicious bitch. Mm-hmm. Now I'm worried about my boo in the next episode. That mountain guy scares me. He's I'm, big I'm, shit. I know, he's big as shit. I'm glad I have the week off to get my blood pressure under control. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to pass out in the middle of the episode. I apologize if this is long as blame Oberyn. Until the next episode, Tams in L.A., a.k.a. Oberyn's Real Paramour. <laughs> Thanks, Tams. Wait she's got a P.S. P.S. I've been listening to other Game of Thrones podcasts, and I can barely get through them. It made me truly appreciate your organization skills to keep track of the entire show, and if you get off track, to get back on. <laughs> you listen to feedback and throw in your own in a way that makes this show fun. So thank you again for the hard work. You're welcome. Thank you, Tam. Thank you, Tam, for appreciating <laughs> our nice hard work. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. She is loving Oberon. Oberon. I am loving like as as, as much as, as cake, cake. But not right, but not as much as, as cookies. cookies. <laughs> oh my god. Thank gosh. you, Tam. That is funny. That is funny. Okay, our next email is from Jackie. Hey Jackie. Hey Jackie. Hey lovely sisters and the Sister Speak family. First of all, damn little finger. <laughs> I know. Life's up for being just like every jealous, ratchet ass, digmatized <laughs> trick ho who jumps at the other woman instead of correctly channeling her rage at her philandering man. Exactly. Your crazy ass definitely deserved that one way scenic tour to the bottom of the veil. I know. That's so damn true, Jackie. That is true. Always jumping at the chick instead at the of the chick. dude. Yep. Now, and especially when the girl is a girl. Yeah. 
Now it's that dead-eyed, milk-bloated, spoiled little asshole Robin's turn to fly out down that moon door. Although now that his crazy meal ticket of a mother is gone, maybe he'll just starve to death. Poor Sansa had better reinforce her corset strings against both Robin and Littlefinger's pawing. I know that's right. Mm. Between the hound sitting all hunched up like a sad little boy and Oberyn's sweet, empathetic affirmation of Tyrion's humanity, this episode was so damn satisfying in that we finally got to hear so many origin stories. Yep. Yes. Yep. Out of all the characters, Hot Pie has made it. Yep. When your biggest task for the day is perfecting your gravy recipe, <laughs> your ass has got it good. <laughs> Living the dream, Hot Pie. <laughs> As always, thanks so much to you ladies and the rest of the family for another awesome episode. And I hope everyone has a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Love, Jackie. P.S. Nate says, hey, sisters. Hey, Nate. <laughs> uh, and the subject line of her email was, Hot Pies, Zinger Pie. <laughs> oh, Lord, that Zinger Pie. Ooh, Thank you, you Jackie. You know what, Jackie? We still have not seen a fucking Zinger Pie in the United States of America. What is this world coming to when we can't get our own KFC Zinger Pie? So that's only in Australia? Only in Australia. Mm. I'm so upset. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you, Jackie, Thank you, Jackie. for that email. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, our next email is from Miss FDM. Hey, Miss FDM. <clears throat> Hi, sisters. Hope y'all have a good week, have had a good week thus far, and that you feel better, Sister K. I will hop right to my feedback in an effort to cut down on time. Yep. Uh, this is kind of fucking long, Miss FDM. Mm. Number one, the Hound and Arya show rides on. I love the chemistry between Rory McCann and Maisie Williams. They are killing it in every scene they are in together. It was great to hear the Hound story from the Hound himself. Yeah. The line that got me was when he said, You think you're alone. As he describes how terrible the mountain has always been. Damn, let me go give my brother a hug. I know, that was sad. That was sad. Number two, speaking of the mountain, damn Cersei, you should have picked a bigger champion to fight your dwarf brother. That fool is huge. And while I'm glad Tyrion has a champion in Oberyn, that fight would have been a freak show if Tyrion had to fight him based on height difference. Miss <laughs> <laughs> FDM now. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, Sister J, I'm not making a joke about how little Tyrion is. I'm saying that Cersei would have just inadvertently made a joke of her family's name and her son's memory by giving the liars... Of King's Landing, just another thing to laugh about. <laughs> when someone is as, when someone is at that much of a disadvantage, it is injustice or com- comical. Mm-hmm. If Oberyn hadn't volunteered, do you think Tyrion would have actually let this go down? Excuse me, Tywin would have actually let this go down. Yeah. The last we saw of Tywin, he was pissed by this development, and we know how he feels about people making fun of his family. <laughs> He would have had no choice. He would have had to let yeah, it go. Yeah, he would have had to let it go. <laughs> Number three. I love Oberyn even more every time I see him. I, the, the story about the compassion he felt for baby Ty- Tyrion got to me. I'm glad that someone is raising their kids with some kind of human decency in Westeros. <clears throat> we better get a good look at our favorite prince. 
Because you know he's going to die on the simple basis of him not being a complete asshole. Oh. The assholes live forever in Westeros. I'm well, also, no, that's true. That's true. I'm also not mad at Bronn for not volunteering for Tyrion. He never lied or betrayed Tyrion. When have you ever risked your life for me? We may mm-hmm. have not liked the answer, but Bronn kept it 100 from the moment we met him. I think He's so, too. He's about that coin. Yep. He's mm-hmm. about the money. Number four, finally creepy Uncle Littlefinger, no relation, had me rowing when he sounded like every black mother when someone else's child gets popped after they've been acting a fool out in public. <laughs> His mother should have smacked him long time. <laughs> That's the truth. That is so true. That is the truth. That is the truth. <laughs> that mommy tell. She should have hit him long time ago. Five minutes ago, he should have mm-hmm. got popped. I cackle and then instantly gagged when he kissed Sansa after basically saying he should have been her daddy. I know it. If there was ever a moment I wish that the ghost of Eddard Stark would penetrate the Eyrie and yoke up Littlefinger, <laughs> it was after that confession and kiss. Yoke up. While I'm not surprised or ungrateful when Littlefinger pushed crazy Aunt Lysa through the moon door, I didn't expect it to be so soon. I know. Damn, that pimp is cold. He couldn't even let her die happy. He had to throw in that he's only ever loved Cat. Damn. Hope this wasn't too long. It was long. It was too long, Miss FDM. Y'all have a good week and Memorial Day. Uh, Thank you, Miss FDM, but that was long as email. And then she has a P.S. But it was a good email, though. Oh, and then you got a P.S. too? She says, y'all side banner is the third hour of the podcast, but it's cool because it is hilarious. Some of the funniest parts of the podcast ain't got a damn thing to do with the show. <laughs> and that's what set y'all apart from other Game of Thrones podcasts. <laughs> she, talk, she talking about that ranch you did. <laughs> I, had, I had to let that shit out, y'all. And that's what set y'all apart from other Game of Thrones podcasts. Because some of them focus so much on the show and books, they fail to have any fun. And it becomes more of a lecture than a conversation. Love you guys and our dysfunctional family so much. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Thank you, Miss FDM. Thank you, Miss FDM, for that long ass email. Wow, no, Miss FDM, you need to cut that shit down next time. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Mona. Hey, Mona. <coughs> Hello, ladies. This is Mona from New Jersey. Cool. First time sending feedback. Ooh, welcome, welcome to the Mona. family. I love the podcast. I came over from your Walking Dead podcast. Cool. I started watching this year, so I binge watched. And caught up for this season. Wow. Wow. I'll make a few quick points and ask two questions. <clears throat> Oberyn does not look like he can fight. <laughs> He's going to die. Oh. oh. Mona. I hope not. So let's say goodbye to him now. I just can't see him beating the mountain. <clears throat> I guess Tyrion has no other option, but I would not want my life in his hands. See, honey, Oberyn is confident. He would not have volunteered unless he thought he could do yeah. it. Yeah. And he's got that rage, he revenge does. rage in his he does. Know, that's going to propel him through. So I I'm, think he's going to surprise people. I think he will, too. I agree with Podrick about Brienne running her mouth a little too much to strangers. <laughs> I do, too. It worked out this time, but it's just not safe. Yeah. I do not like the new Dario. Nope. I like to call him Dario Nyquilis because he puts me to sleep. Oh! <laughs> I like that. I like that. Nice Dario Nyquilis. Nice body and all, but he just hasn't connected with me personality wise. Mm-hmm. 12 years of Sansa. Sigh. This poor girl. Mm. 
her time in King's Landing is looking better and better every day compared to this. Why does she walk over to that moon door? Does she want to die? That's what I'm saying. Lisa would have had to catch me. <laughs> See? I'm with you. I'm with you, Mama. She'd have to catch my ass. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay, since it seems to be a running gag that George R. R. Martin is influenced by the color purple, let me tell me <laughs> tell me that scene with Melisandre and Lady Celise wasn't the same one with Suge and Miss Seeley. That's what I'm with Suge was in the tub. That's right. Suge is sleeping with Mister. He wants Shug and not Miss Seeley. Come right. on, George. We see you. Laugh yeah. out loud. <laughs> yeah, he probably liked the color purple, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since Brienne is heading towards the Vale, and Arya and the Hound are as well, do you see a confrontation occurring between them at some point? Arya is not going to just go with Brienne, and I could see this being a big fight with Brienne being killed. Uh-uh. What? That's a good idea, though. What if they did meet and she tried to take Arya? They would fight. Now, that'd be a fight to see. But, okay, for, for, okay, hold it. First of all, <coughs> I don't even see how you can entertain that thought. If they do meet, she is going to tell her about Sansa. Oh, yeah, she will. And then and Arya. And the mama. And yeah, mama. and the mama. And then, I mean, Arya. <coughs> yeah. Arya is going to then accompany her to the Eyrie because that's where she honestly thinks Sansa is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she says, or what do you think of the idea of all of them making home in the Vale now? Could they join forces like that? The Hound, Arya, Baelish, Brienne, Podrick, and all of the others at the Vale. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think that's going <clears> to <throat> happen. Too happy. And plus, I do... I honestly believe that Arya is going to Bravos. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Do you know how a trial by combat works? So let's say that the mountain wins. Does that mean Tyrion dies or he gets a sentence and that could mean going to the wall? I wasn't clear on that. Oh, no. No, he dies. If he, if he loses, if Oberyn loses, Tyrion will dies. get He'll die. He'll get his head chopped. He'll be executed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if the mountain... Uh, loses, and Tyrion will go free. Right. Yeah. P.S. Cersei is so freaking evil, so she's hated Tyrion all his life. All his life. And Jamie knows it. I just can't stand the Lannisters. Take care. No podcast next week, right? Mona Mm. from New Jersey. Thank you, Mona, for that email. And you know what? As one of our other listeners uh, uh, in their email pointed out, though, yeah, Cersei has hated him ever since he's been an infant. But Jamie, I let you know, Jamie has protected him his ever whole since life. He's been an infant too. His whole life, yeah. From Cersei. From Cersei. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and Ooh. that's what Cersei now it, it it gives even deeper new meaning when she said to Jamie, "You always take his side." Remember? Uh huh. She did say that. You always take his side. Yeah, because he loves his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy, that's going to be interesting. Ooh, that's going to be a mess. Thank you, Mona. Thank you, Mona. Okay, our next email is from, I don't know, because you didn't sign it. Another one? Oh, no, Rob. I'm going to say now. Sorry, Rob. Hey, sisters. Hey, Rob. Sorry for confusing Sister J and Sister K last week. I meant Sister J, but I'm new. <laughs> 
I really love the scene between Tyrion and Oberyn. All the pent-up anguish really came out between these two. I know. And I felt so bad for Tyrion. Mm-hmm. The look on his face as Oberyn described how Cersei hated him and tried to pinch his manhood off. Mm-hmm. And as Oberyn tells Tyrion he'll be his champion, the last man on earth he thought would come to his aid when Bronn and his own brother would not stand for him. Yeah. Was exciting. I hope Oberyn makes the mountain suffer. Me too. I love the fact that they're showing Oberyn so bent on revenge for his sister. Yeah. Because what other man in this series has done that for their sister? Yeah. It shows that they really... They're take close. They're women. Yeah. In, you know, they... they you, but, know, you know how women are treated in the show. Well, but it matches what we know of Dorne. Right. By him, and that is like he said, they do not hide their bastards. They welcome them all. Right. They don't treat them like second class citizens. And, and so like, they don't treat he their introduces women. his paramour to everybody. Right. This is my paramour. And they don't, obviously don't treat their women any different yeah, either. They don't treat their women like second class citizens like right. in Westeros. And that's different than most of the other. Exactly. The so I really like that they're showing him yeah. doing all this because he wants to avenge his sister. His sister. And, and her he, kids. And he is serious. He's serious. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. He says, I remember during the Reigns of Castamere episode, I think, Sister Jay was thinking that Peter would take vengeance for Cap. Does Sister Jay think Peter is genuine when he tells Sansa that he did it to avenge the ones you love? Or is he just telling Sansa this to push her to his side and get with the next best thing to cap? Mm. I hope Sansa becomes a player in the game and ultimately has something to do with Peter's downfall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think he does believe it, but I think he also wants to get with Sansa too. I think he told her that because I think it's partially true. Yeah. That... I I honestly believe that he that a part of his motivation to kill Joffrey is because of what happened to to Lady Cat. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because he orchestrated that whole shit. So yeah. But the whole thing about getting her to the veil and shit. Oh, that's to get Sansa. Oh yeah. All of that was pre planned. And to get um um the land and the yeah you know, because all that. he wanted the castle and right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Sisike, is this the biggest travesty of the Dario recast that we didn't get to see Snaggletooth Naharis' booty? I know. (laughs) (laughs) That is a travesty. (laughs) Uh, Fantastic podcast as always. Fuck the king. Hail the sisters. (laughs) Rob. Thank you, Rob, for that email. (laughs) That's That's funny. Thank you. Okay. Our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hello, sisters. Um, don't know if I'm going to get around to responding to episode seven of Dim Thrones, but I did want to share this movie involving one of your hunky men along with his real life wife. Take care, Myron. And it's a link to Road to Paloma. I've never heard of that movie. Who's in it? <clears throat> oh, it's got Jason Momow. Hello. Oh, he's in Bullet to the Head, too. I never heard of that one. Yeah, that's a (coughs) Sylvester Stallone movie. Oh, okay. Bullet to the Head. So Lisa Bonet's in this movie, too. Cool. I like Lisa Bonet. Well, all right. We'll have to check that out. Thank you, Myron. And why weren't you able to get your email to us? Yeah. Uh You sent us that. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. gave you an extra week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. 
Okay, our next email is from Lady Blue. Hey, Lady Blue. Hello, sisters. I love all your podcasts, and I'm loving your Game of Thrones podcast. I have given up, excuse me, I had given up after the first season after Ned Stark was killed. I miss him. Yeah. But I had a hankering for some sisters and downloaded your past seasons, and you got me sucked in, so I recently (laughs) watched season two to present. Loving it. Wow. Thank you, sisters. How could you give up? What? just impressed that all these people do the binge viewing. I, I mean, dang. That's a lot. But when you're really Ooh. into a show, you could do that. Yeah, I guess so. I thought you would enjoy this YouTube video of Jerome Flynn Braun when he was a part of a singing duo back in the day. <laughs> oh, we saw I that. I saw that on YouTube. If you do a Google search of him, you'll find he's had quite the interesting life. Take care, Lady Blue. Thank you, Lady Blue, for that email and the link. Yeah. I did see that on YouTube. I was cracking up the whole time. And she says, um, P.S. I bought a couple of shirts and ordered from Amazon through your website. So happy to be able to contribute somehow. Well, thank you, Lady Blue. Thank you. That's very That's nice. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yay. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Our next email is from Curtis. Hey, Curtis. Hey, Sister J and Sister K. I don't know if y'all recorded this week yet. And if not, well, I'm late, just like y'all. Ah! Ooh! <laughs> no, he didn't read us! Yes, he did try to Ooh! read us. I just wanted to say that I don't think Bron gave Shay to the Lannisters. See, I don't either, Curtis. The first order Tyrion, excuse me, Tywin, gave while Cersei was still holding Joffrey was to close the city gates and harbors and search the ships. Littlefinger's ship was out of the harbor, away from everybody, when that order was given. Braun was a lot of things, but he wasn't a liar. See? Thank you, Curtis. Okay, what Thank now? Thank you, Curtis. What now? Curtis! Now Thank you, you. You do have a point. Because, he does have because a point. Because Tywin did give that order. Search the ship. Yeah. Close up everything and search all ships. Don't yeah. let none leave. Now, I am going to have to go back and watch that episode where Braun... The wedding episode. Yeah. Because I don't think Braun would lie. He has no reason to lie. If he was paid off, he would have told him, hey, look, they gave me money. I don't think he would lie. Anyway, thank you, Curtis. Hmm. I love listening to you guys. I read the book, so I won't be spoiling nothing. But one of the callers said his sister read the books and letting him know what's coming up. That's cool, but I hope he guessed, quote unquote, that the mountain was going to fight the prince. Good guess if he did, but with so much about to go down, please don't spoil it for the listeners who don't want to know. Nope. It's easy to go to other podcasts. They all have that in the book guy, but this ain't that podcast. No, it ain't. You guys have the best one out because it's a fun ride from start to finish, <laughs> and you never know if you're going to get a podcast with the TV shows being discussed or current events dealing with dropping nukes on motherfuckers <laughs> to everyday racism. <laughs> Curtis of good old Cleveland. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you, Curtis. You are right. that email. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get listening to this. Well, but you know, hey, hey we, if we get on a topic. Life happens. We, we just go on the topic. <sighs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Curtis. And Curtis is so right. Look, all y'all who know friends, who know what happens, who've read the books. Yeah, don't be telling don't us shit. Tell us 
and tell us it's a theory that you thought of or that some that you have a theory that yeah. please don't like cuz that spoils that in it for, for for other people other people and, and we we yeah. don't read the books and like and like sister Kate does read like books but she waits till after the season and then reads yeah and i haven't read book 3 yet no at all, because I knew it was part of And this. like with True Blood, it was the same thing. People would try to say, wait, then the books, this, this, and this. And like, no, don't do that. Please don't, don't spoil do us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you, Curtis. I think this is your first time writing in, because I don't remember hearing from a Curtis. In Cleveland, in no Cleveland less. before. Yeah. Welcome to the fam. Thank you. Okay, our next email is from uh, Nikki. Hey, Nikki. Um... Hi, sisters. Long t- I'm a long-time listener and first-time writer. Hey! Okay, Hello. cool. Welcome. Welcome, Nikki. You are both a breath of fresh air and a much-needed voice to an underrepresented demographic. Exactly. Thanks for all the great content and conversation. Okay, on to it. I am sick of all the Shay hate and hypocrisy. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> she come out I'm not even a particularly big fan of hers, but the double standards for her versus Braun, or even Varys, are getting ridiculous. <laughs> Braun is a lying, backstabbing, gold-digging whore. He lied to Tyrion's... Woo! He lied to Tyrion's face about getting Shay to safety, stabbed him in the back by selling her to, of all people, his one true mortal enemy, Cersei. He sells his body for money, same as Shay. The only difference being that he fights while she fucks. <laughs> okay. Boop. <laughs> Although, I don't think Braun lied, though. That's just my theory. Well, I don't... I, hey, I'm just going boop because that was really good, but I don't agree with, with your assessment. And he has likely wrecked more marriages or relationships with his whoring ways than she has with hers. We know that Shay was not given the same deal by the Lannisters as Bronn. Her deal most likely went this. Either you testify against Tyrion or you will die. If you are convinced, <laughs> if you are convincing, you will live. And if you are very convincing, he will live. Yeah, but see, um, we, we done already went through that. She got personal with that shit. She, she told shit that she didn't even have to tell. She didn't. At least I hope the writers were smart enough to write in that last part and maintain a shred of character consistency. They are vilifying her and they bending <coughs> excuse me. And they're bending over backward to make Braun and Tyrion still bros. I liked Shay, at least until the writers fucked up her character this season by reducing her down to a whining jealous ex who all of a sudden lost the savvy and common sense that has allowed her to survive thus far. Now that is a good point. That's a good That's point. That's a good Nikki. point. And I think we, we said that too on, on uh, some broadcast uh, podcast because she wasn't even acting like she was before. I mean, she, she, she was a hoe. So, you know, you, you know the game. But she was a hoe who wasn't getting any. So when you're a hoe, but you're not getting no hoe <laughs> behavior from your <laughs> man. What you gonna do but turn into a jealous well, girlfriend? Now that's a thing. good point too. I mean, if he had still been sleeping with her, she probably would have been fine. Okay, I'm still gonna be his hoe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that is a good point um, too. But she has a point about how they changed her character. They did. Mm-hmm. She is far from the person we were introduced to in season one, playing truth or dare with Tyrion, or engaging in verbal acrobatics with Cersei at Blackwater. To believe that she is now willing to condemn Sansa and Tyrion, the same people she has stated she loved 
and would kill for is bullshit. I like Braun and actually find him very entertaining, but he needs to be called out on all his shit too. Truth be told, I think Shay was extra salty and more willing than normal to throw shade on the stand because she was pinned up. Braun was the only one of the two getting any this season. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Nikki from the New York. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. Although I disagree with your assessment, though. I I, I, I don't see them as, um, as the same. I mean, all these kind of shows, they always depict, this is a whole world where women are lower than. They are told what to do and when to do it. So, therefore, that's the way they're written in in Westeros. Well, she's right. I just don't see... Well, she's right. They changed her... Well, now, that part is true. They changed how she reacts to things. But I think you can explain it by the fact that she wasn't getting the same thing from Tyrion that she was getting before. Exactly. Which was him saying he loved her, him being with her after he married Sansa. So, that made her suspicious and jealous exactly so i'm okay with that yeah and she embellished that shit she could have gone on the stand and said he did it i saw him and and went on and to me Bron has been consistent since Tyrion first asked him to to be his champion at the eerie he said he said you got some money he said yeah i'll pay you this 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 when we get to my daddy yeah and so Bron did it. I mean, he has always been and about the money. I don't think Bron lied to him. I honestly don't. Well, it doesn't even matter whether he lied or not. The point is that Bron is Bron. He hasn't changed any. He's yeah. the same thing. So, thank anyway, you, Nikki. thank you, Nikki. Okay, and our next email <laughs> is from Anthony B. Hey, Anthony. You know, ladies, I'm going to predict it here before Sunday show. Blank, 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 blank. When this happens, it will lead into setting up season five. <laughs> well, I don't know what blank, blank, blank means, but thank you. Thanks for not spoiling. Thank you for not spoiling. Uh, it was rumored that Dorn wasn't going to be a major part of the TV series for the sake of time, but I guess they figured freaking George R.R. R. Martin, porno Martin, is taking his sweet time finishing his books. They might as well add them in since they've already added two, maybe three more seasons. Rumor has showed pictures from HBO. Okay, now, Anthony B., um, as I read on, before I read this out, looks like you're putting some spoilers in your email. Yeah. And thank you, and that's sarcasm, sarcasm for spoiling me, because I don't like to be spoiled, Anthony B. <laughs> I'm glad I read Anthony. it. Don't read it. Now, come on now. <laughs> I can't read most of this email now because you done spoiled some shit. Mm. Don't be putting no spoilers <sighs> in that. Anyway, so now I know what the fuck's going to happen. Mm. Anywho, he says, Miss you Sunday. I was checking every hour for a podcast, then got owned by Sister J. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because like I said, we need, we get some time off too. Dang. Yeah. We want a vacation well, too. The issue is I forgot to put something on Facebook telling people that it was gonna be It was a holiday damn weekend. Yeah. Shit. He says <clears throat> it takes three days to cook barbecue. Damn, you need to be on barbecue pit master. Oh now hey, I know you ain't trying to read nobody. He was trying to read something. Shit. Anthony! 
Come on says, now. Love y'all, Anthony B. Anthony, okay. Anthony, we love you too, but if you spoil one more effing thing, I'm going to have to cuss your <laughs> ass out. And if I want to take three motherfucking days to barbecue, I'm going to take three motherfucking <laughs> days to barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, Anthony B. But well, no spoilers, though. We, you a little less loved right now from me. <laughs> You on my little shit list okay. now, Anthony. I'm B. glad I'm not reading because I don't know what he said. Oh, damn. Anyway. Okay. And our last email of the week. Woo! Is from Liz. Hey, Liz. Hi, sisters. The luxury of a whole extra week to get in feedback. And I leave it to the last day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. There was so much good stuff in this episode. It was hard to pick something to write about. I loved Oberyn's speech to Tyrion. I read the books before the HBO series came out, and I have literally been waiting years to see that moment. The <laughs> acting was phenomenal. Oberyn's story about Tyrion as a baby said everything about the Lannister family dynamics. Yeah. Cersei has always hated Tyrion. Mm. Jamie has always protected him, and he's been called a monster his whole life. Uh-huh. My heart just melted when Oberyn let Tyrion know that he accepts him as a person, despite his differences. Yeah. Peter Dinklage's face had me crying. I know. I know. I, know. I even teared up. Sisters, I am moving to Dorne. <laughs> they have sexy princes and swimming pools. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all move to Dawn. Hello. <laughs> For Sister K, a call back to Jack and Hagar. Arya wanted a name before she killed the thug. I like how they are showing Arya becoming a blend of all her different mentors. Yep. She got her sword from John, her strength of character from Ned, her fighting style from Sirio Pharrell, an assassin's code from Jacken. Now ruthlessness from the Hound. Yep. Although he was a sort of anti-mentor, Tywin Lannister sharpened her wits and ability to think on her feet. Yeah. Now that is true. That is true. Arya is one of my favorites, and I'm happy she's getting plenty of character development this season. Yeah, me too. And then she also says, um, Yorn and Arya's bedtime prayer, uh, long, uh, a long story short, Arya is a sponge. Doesn't hurt that she was homeschooled by some of the most dangerous people in Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you in Sunspear, Liz from Dorne. Ah, thank you, Liz. Thank for you, that Liz. Email. Yeah, Aya has really developed uh, in into her character, and I, I she like is it. one of my favorites. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it. I like her too. Yeah, she is one of my favorites. Yep. So. Yep. Okay. Woo. That was a lot of feedback. Thank you all. Except for a few y'all. Thank you. Who kept that shit short. <laughs> and for those of y'all little motherfuckers who didn't even sign your name, sign your name. Yes. So nice. at least we, we could say thank you, whatever your name is. Yeah. Because some of y'all's email addresses are obscure. It doesn't tell us what your name is. Yeah. So. You gotta sign your name or else we just won't be able to say your name. Yeah. Anyway, for next time, all of y'all know what to do. You yep. can send your email to sissaspeak at gmail.com. You can leave a comment on our website, which is sissaspeakpodcast.com. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and I think I said it wrong on the email. It's sissaspeak at gmail.com. Yeah. 
Um, you can also leave us a voicemail at 972-755-1215 or email us an audio file. Yep. And keep it under two minutes, please, or yes. less. or less. Um, you can also uh, post on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash sisterspeakpodcast. And you can talk to us on Twitter yep. at underscore sister J or underscore sister K or at sisterspeakcast. Yep. All right, I think that is it for now. Awesome episode, Sister Jay. It was great. Thank was y'all, great. all Sister Speak family. Thank you, family. That's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister Jay. See you next time. Thalar Morghulis, all men must die. No one lives forever. And that's why, to keep the family growing strong, don't let your voicemail get too long. Old school, new school, no exception. A long-ass email gets a bad reception. So keep it moving. Keep it short and sweet, like Sister J and the wine she drinks. Now, this is serious. It's no joke. The sisters really mean it when they read us, folks. Sister K produces like a professional, but she is not running a throne's confessional. So if you're brand new, she may say it nice, but she might get salty if you are long-ass twice. It's a labor of love from week to week. So sit back, relax, and let the sisters speak. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.